0: Two one welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the middle with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesson. Hey, Yo.
1: what is going on? What that do though. Mike Check one, two, chick, chick. oh no Is this on? Is this uh, well, we live, man? We outside. We're man. live, right pal. Now. You
0: know what I'm saying? We back in the doctor's office. Yes, sir. You know how we do this, man. First of all, what's good, sir? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you uh, live and direct in the flesh. You know what I mean? It's always like looking at a mirror because we look so damn good. Well, I mean, yeah, see, I people get
1: that. this misconception. Yeah, we're twins, but we don't we don't see each other man. Yeah,
0: we don't live together. Anymore. We have day jobs, <laughs> people come <Calm laughs> and live. Um, so and, yeah, hey, lives and why? Well, one of us has why. I
1: but mean, yeah. but we either way, we still like to catch up with each other on the week to week basis, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this is one of our, those things. It's the Quincy Jones show with your host Quincy Jones. Go, yes sir. Best damn tag team partner in the building and See host. Yeah, and host Extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah, make me feel comfy in here.
0: You know what it is? Uh, like you said, <laughs> best damn taxi partner there ever was in this world. He this repeated planet. it. He's like, and, so uh, you, <laughs> you weren't not mistaken. Walking Dead's Green Earth. Uh, you know, hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence in the only world of pro one. wrestling and hip hop. You Go ahead and check that twice if you uh, you think you' nice. You really not. But of course, your boy Doc Lesnar. We back. Another week, new episode, Quincy Jones Show Podcast, as you said. Be mad. Yeah. I mean, because we we ain't. Yeah, we ain't. But Um, but let's get into
1: some news, man. a lot of news, yeah. Hot on the presses, my man. Um, I think uh, we got to start it the only way we could kind of start it, yeah. It's kind
0: of the way the week started now that I think about yeah, it, but very um, much so. Let's get the heavy lifting out yeah, the way. Let's go, let's go. Jeff Hardy, uh, man. the leader of the creatures, uh, of course, if you guys have not heard already, obviously has been arrested multiple charges, including felony DUI. Uh, you know, it's just sad because. A lot has happened in the last ten years. If you guys are Jeff Hardy fans, you've been documenting a lot of this stuff as I have. Uh, I was just telling you, man. I was just on Google looking for something, and the first story that popped up before I even typed anything in was this story, and My it just it. it just made me like horrible, cringe yeah. a bit. Like, damn, Jeff. Like, well, you just opened a new chapter, but you know, it, it,
1: there's that. There's like obviously everything coming stemming from the stories we heard about his time with WWE and mm-hmm. the stuff they pulled, and everybody. You know, he had a lot of people on his side. I'm not saying that. That time still wasn't, you know, the, that, that uh, uh, list of events isn't true, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do him any favors when this happens because now it kind of discredits everything he was saying. You know what it's, I mean? Yeah, and at least a people little bit. Because I've been seeing the biggest thing is, oh, WWE was right to do what they did. I'm like, no, because they found nothing still, bro. Like, so... You know what I mean? Yeah, it's they, just bad timing, it really. really is. And then I told you I was crushed because I literally just heard mm-hmm. his uh interview. Uh, the Hardys were on Talk as Jericho for the first time since um, you know, leaving WWE. Cause I think the last time they're on there is when they talked about when they debuted back at Mania. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: oh yeah, the return, like, yeah. Cause
1: you know, Jericho was still in WWE too mm-hmm. and he was able to talk to guys. But so it was cool to hear him talk about he was he was talking about his first person point of view where he was talking about what you know the emotions he went through the conversations he had with Matt throughout that whole WWE thing and the whole uh you know drug testing and and piss tests all that stuff so it's like again you're he's taking you on this ride where you know you're you're being sympathetic towards him and then you hear him talk you know Jericho ask him straight up if he's sober mm-hmm. and he's like without it like, yeah man I've been feeling good like sometimes man like it's just he was just talking about like the jet lag and and flying from here to here and all that stuff but For the most part, dude, he sounded great, and he wanted to believe him. You
0: know what I mean? And for those who don't know, what happened was Monday morning about 10 a.m., he was pulled over in Florida, Uh, and like we said, he was arrested on multiple charges, including uh, felony DUI. This was in Volusia County, uh, Orlando uh, portion of Florida – uh, they listed the charges as a third drug or alcohol-related DUI offense within 10 years, driving uh, with a suspended, canceled, or revoked license in uh, violation of restrictions placed on a driver's license. Uh, Mark Middleton of WrestlingHeadlines.com to the charge is a third-degree felony of the DUI, while the other two charges are second-degree misdemeanors. Um, yeah, man, and uh, Mark Raimondi of ESPN reported that the blood alcohol um, test that came back was at... and the second one, 0.291. Obviously, legal limit in Florida is 0.08, and that's more than three times. I was actually going to
1: ask that because I know what it is here in California, Mm -hmm. and um, it may be a silly question. I just didn't know if that was, like, countrywide. Mm -hmm. It is Florida we're talking about here. Yeah, and, you know,
0: sometimes it is a per—yeah, I get you, and it is a per— uh, you know I mean uh, A per state basis Because I believe There are some states You could drink at 18 Yeah so I, And that's another know? thing I, yeah. was, I
1: was thinking about Like I was like Well there's some states That have their
0: own stuff So maybe it's different mm-hmm. Or but consider people Adults at 16 Which is I was scary thinking that too Scary those laws Still But exist, you know what's, but
1: what's cra- I was thinking about Because we, we talked about it earlier Like this is crazy It's only been its third one mm-hmm. And not to say it like that But yeah. But I thought about it I'm like That just could be Just his third one in Florida
0: who knows, You know what, what I mean? I mean, it did say prior to this arrest, his most recent one occurred in October of 2019. Uh, that was DWI, uh, Driving While Intoxicated. Because the, the
1: other stuff, the big drug stuff, that mm-hmm. was
0: in a different state, so of course, that's, that's not the misdemeanors that they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And then, actually, he got arrested three months before then for public intoxication, and then in March of uh, 2018 as well for another DWI. Uh, it should be noted, while digging into Jeff's police record, Team Z Sports, who also broke the dash cam footage, uh, uh you know, footage because haven't seen that yet uh they discovered that the restriction on his license actually required him to uh only operate vehicles with a interlock device system which is like a breathalyzer for yeah. those who don't know uh, it has to be in place in the vehicle that he's driving and of course in night of the incident um in the vehicle he had which i believe was like a white charger it did not have any of that apparatus whatsoever uh per pw insider hardy was bonded out of volusia county after paying a $3,500 bond his court date was slated for the 14th um uh, uh, just this week, but it actually got canceled and moved. I, I do know there's a new date. I didn't get a chance to, to bring it, uh, to, uh, write that down. <laughs> what though. happened? Did Hogan open a new, beach uh, beat shop? <laughs> so they had, <laughs> Who had knows? To move things a little. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the time, uh, AEW had yet to publicly comment, but they did reach out to Warner media requesting they stop all promotion to Jeff Hardy in commercials or anywhere else immediately. Uh, and then they did eventually make, uh, or Tony Khan did make a comment saying, quote, we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not Condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated he's open to receiving. In the interim, he's suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. And then they gave the SAMH, uh, SAMHSA's uh, national helpline for those you know that know what that is, uh, substance abuse, etc. Um, and you know, Matt has also commented uh, via Twitter, said it was disheartening to hear the news about my brother yesterday. Recovery is an unlinear process and I'll continue doing whatever I can to help my brother be healthy being healthy and well is the most important thing for Jeff, his wife, his children and our family at this time Um, and it also should be noted that um, you know, I do I did hear what the sequence of events were apparently prior to this happening, apparently on the weekend uh, that Sunday, Jeff had a concert at a local Dave & Buster's. He did perform, and then him and Matt, along with Rebby, went to a wrestling convention nearby, um, both of which Rebby set up and had said that she uh, maintained to all the handlers there that there would be no alcohol to be served to Jeff in any capacity. She said that up until you know the whole day, everything was good. Um, I believe her actual uh, comment was... Uh, yeah, that, that they had actually drove him to his hotel and dropped him off Sunday night. And, which, and he, which,
1: again, interesting because he's not really supposed to be driving. Too. Exactly. So,
0: so, so they were, like, making sure that he got there. Exactly. And her, so, you know, she caught flack because she had put up a, a TikTok video, which I thought was harmless. It was just talking about how just when you think you're going to get home and see your kids and your family. And then it was like, bruh, you know, and it was like some, you know, uh, it's a little somebody, some little sort of, yeah. yeah, you know. And I didn't think it was that big a deal, but then I guess I mean, she has
1: has her freedom to say what she wants, because I'm sure that she would love for her and Matt and her family to be just... They're forever Rid of this stuff, yeah, yeah, because they're all they're forever linked to it. Just because of her brother, her you know her husband is that's her brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's always like they get the blowback from it already. Exactly. So I get her stance,
0: you know. What yeah, I mean? but she she ended up commenting because they, her and Matt were being labeled as enablers. She just said, "Quote: Short of having him sleep in between me and Matt, there's really not much more I could have personally done. I am not responsible for the actions of a fully grown I, adult."
1: I was about to say because that's one thing too that I, I could feel. When Matt said it's disheartening because he's even talking about on in the interview like you know how he's checking in with his brother too. You know? Yeah, so, and
0: Matt, you know, let's not forget that Matt had substance abuse yeah, problems and, and,
1: too. Yeah, and you know, Matt, I felt like he's had an understanding of where he is supposed to be in life right now. You know what I mean? As far as making peace
0: with that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he got his priorities so straight. I, I, so sure. I can
1: only like that's like if you know I hypothetically if like you had history or something, but you know me, especially us being twins, right? They're probably just as close. Yeah. And even though I'm like living my life, I still am doing everything I can, spending as much energy and effort I can to make sure you're good and checking in with you mm. to help you along your journey. And then only to hear like you just when you think things are going good, then you just you got to hear it through a headline.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, and, and that's that's the thing too because um, that sucks, yeah, dude. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I mean, I'm and you know me, I'm a big Jeff fan. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. But it, it's like I think I was telling you, and I'm not gonna go too deep into this, but there's been a few rules of thought with this. Some people blame the rental company because apparently Jeff has been able to rent cars despite the fact that he has a restricted license. Apparently, he has a. Some sort of other license, physical license that he's been using, you know, whenever since he got back to WWE before he even went to AEW. So uh, there's, you know, some people think there's fault there. Some people, you know, like I said, we're looking at Matt and Reby. and then of course, Mister, I gotta have an opinion, sucker on everything. Booker oh, okay, T, yeah. he did make a point, but I, um, you know, he kind of said AEW should feel some responsibility. He says, I've seen comments already saying AEW didn't put the drink in his hand and didn't put the keys in his hand, but make him drive. And make him drive, I should say. Yeah, they didn't, but I think AEW has some responsibility to bear because you go back and look at the compilation of death-defying dives Jeff Hardy has pulled off since arriving in AEW, and I'm going to tell you right there that pain comes along with that. When you've got pain, a lot of times you will go and drink or take drugs to numb the pain, and therefore, damn it, I just relapsed. Did he try to do it? Probably not, but that's what people with addiction do so they do have some responsibility to bear here i mean and and when you think about it there's a little truth to that because it's tricky for a guy like you know i don't
1: want to say like a guy like jeff but i guess for people who do have substance uh yeah issues it's like okay the first thought is to go get some painkillers but then no you're like but then that's gonna just start the cycle again
0: exactly yeah you
1: know what i mean so then you're like well let me all right then what can i do i can't just like not go to sleep or sleep in pain. Like okay, maybe numb it a little bit with alcohol. Like, I can understand the thought process.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I can't, I'm
1: not going to demonize someone, especially that, that that's especially what these guys do for a living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But speaking of demons, it's just like you got to wonder maybe all this time of him talking about creatures he was really talking about his demons
0: yeah you know what I mean definitely and with um, this you know AEW like we said they did take a I think about a day to comment but uh, last I was saying this was Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer mentioned a discussion within AEW of actually firing Jeff after the DUI arrest but cooler heads yeah yeah, cooler heads did prevail and the decision was made to ask if he would get professional help Uh, Will Washington a Fightful says that he was told AEW wanted to wait till they got in touch with Jeff Hardy like we talked about before issuing any statement on the matter obviously like we said cooler heads prevailed it'd be a shame for his uh tenure in aw to end so short but i will say this just because he is suspended he is without pay and he is going on rehab but that doesn't guarantee he will be back you gotta remember although it's a uh, definitely different situation jimmy havoc when he got you know um called out for some of the alleged crimes he was doing he was immediately suspended without pay sent to sensitivity training and some sort of rehab did, did he go
1: cuz I, f- I felt feel like the reason why okay, they did he didn't... did complete it oh, successfully did he? Yeah. but okay. he was
0: not brought back you know and uh-huh. but they also said that they would uh you know basically revisit his status and see you know where they go from there so yeah i but mean... i think we can agree like in the long scheme of things there probably wasn't room for a Jimmy Habib
1: like, I mean, with the Jeff Hardy thing, I can understand why they'd entertain firing because you think about this main event, Mm-hmm. That Toting just put together and he needs trying to like make sure that they get a good pop from yeah. a good rating and then it's like
0: And obviously he got pulled from that. As yeah, we'll exactly. Talk about you know what I mean? So that. it kinda
1: affected a lot of things that they had in motion and
0: things that they were probably planning and on. Actually they were part of the main event for Triple uh Mania too. Oh And now shit. Matt's oh, got a damn that match came up
1: already? Damn, I forgot about that. Well yeah. it hasn't
0: happened yet. It was about to but, but no, but I remember a couple months ago, yeah. I think
1: maybe a month or two ago, I had mentioned that they were gonna be fighting. I can't remember who it was. Yeah.
0: Um, I I just I had this, Either was it Dra- Drago and? It's a few guys. I, I'll, I'll look it up. In I can't. The meantime, yeah, they're br- but, they're brothers too. Yeah. Uh, who?
1: I can't, yeah, I'm trying to remember. But, um, dang, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know, in terms of good shows coming up, and I know we're talking about AEW, but we do got well, Forbidden well, well, Door we'll, coming we'll, up. We'll
1: figure out if it's gonna be a good show. I mean,
0: at the at the review. No, nah, yeah, uh, true, but.
1: Yeah, interesting stuff here from uh, someone that a lot of people have been wondering is gonna, you know, make the trip uh, into, you know, the the forbidden door. Um, Zach Saber Jr. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about when we were gonna see him versus uh, Brian Danielson. I know Brian Danielson has discussed Dream this match, before. Man. Yeah. I don't know if they face each. I'm pretty sure they face each other before. I don't want to say that. It does sound like a fucking mark. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, this is a quote directly from the man uh, Z- uh, ZSJ. He says. No more time for subtlety. American Dragon, old dragon bullocks. Old dragon bullocks, yeah. (laughs) Can you take some time out of your busy golfing schedule with the Blackpool Country Club to find out who is the best technical wrestler in the world? But I'll tell you now,
0: darling is fucking me. Yep. He was not fucking around at that post media scrum.
1: (laughs) It's so funny because, like, I feel like, because I don't know if you heard that one of the reasons, uh, Vince was like kind of whatever on on Zack Saber Junior. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when he was uh, working with uh, WWE for a little bit, is he he just thought he was too feminine a wrestler.
0: See, but th- but, I'm but that like, was the okay, problem with but, <laughs> but he thought that about Jericho. I remember oh, always yeah, yeah, he always thought he Jericho thought he was he,
1: like a chicken shit. He, like, but he, to well, the he max, always said like, he, he has a, a, yeah. a
0: feminine walk. Like, oh, like, he did say that. Yeah, yeah, he's always like mentioned that to him, and and I think. You know, Jericho just takes that and goes, Well, I'm gonna make it more feminine." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, transitioning yeah. to what you got coming, um, obviously, there was Dominion that happened.
0: Yeah. And uh, last uh, Sunday, that yeah. kind of
1: put a little bit more of the uh, pieces on the board. Uh, well, it's kind to of weird door. because
0: all reports heading into that had. Hangman Page against Okada for the IWGP title as like one of the staple matches that would definitely anchor it for a show. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. I mean I and, think I think I
1: reported it a couple I think two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the idea. Yeah. And then and then he said it on TV. So I was like, okay, there it goes. Yeah. And, and then, then and
0: Cole did say, Oh, you're you don't know. You're Who so could, fucking you know, stupid and it almost <laughs> burying the lead in a sense. Yeah, I mean, becoming two-time IWGP champion, uh Jay White, the Switchblade, uh kicking off kicking off the get paid era, <laughs> even though he said it's the Switchblade era again on on uh Dynamite this week, but I'll get back to that. But uh yeah, you know, I mean I mean the whole forefront of uh BC right now is so different, and it, it's 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 intriguing again is what I, I'll say, I, I, I but I can't you. tell if it's just all these pieces are moving now with Ace Austin joining, Juice Robinson joining. I can't tell if that's just because. Literally, yeah. forbidden just the doors to around the corner. Shake yeah. up
1: some feathers and try to create yeah. some excitement for this thing, and it's just like, I'll tell you who I'm surprised at. I'm surprised that they kept Chase Owens around
0: this he, lot. Man, but but he's, and, grow, he's
1: grown into his own. I but
0: him and Fale and who's the other cat? Yeah. Uh, uh, the junior super junior that they got he wears the mask the skull mask Oh right? um, uh bone to, soldier bone soldier uh, exact, t- yeah. T- uh, t- uh those, yeah those guys got job longevity boy i tell you man No they but, yeah they they have a, a nice
1: collection of like people that are going to be that are doing it and people that are going to be doing it yeah, for sure but,
0: definitely but um, i was going to say uh, also to add with Akata uh, yeah I that's just, yeah. I, I just found out he's actually going to be a father pretty soon um Suzuki Momori announced that she is pregnant with her first child with he a from rainmaker
1: to babymaker, that's, <laughs> that's what's going on. What's up
0: uh, with uh, Okada uh, and? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, her first child with Okada is expected to give birth in August. A uh, new interview has surfaced oh, that no. the uh, top N- uh, NJPW superstar uh, is going to be a father. The couple told Yahoo Japan that they are going to be parents in August. Um, and uh yeah, earlier this year he was asked about possibly becoming a dad and said that he would not stop his child from wanting to be a wrestler, saying, quote, I can't say anything because it's a little ahead of the story, uh, but I was allowed to do what I wanted to do, so I don't think I can say no to pro wrestling. So might have a little uh Rainmaker Junior uh I in mean, another eighteen, twenty years. You know, them young boys <laughs> they stop. You know, so nah, it's it's uh, that's really cool though, man. So I mean Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man congrats Uh,
1: to him for sure you know what i mean so
0: definitely um you know we were talking about AEW. uh obviously just kind of spin moving off this whole forbidden door uh duel show on but uh i did want to talk about a newly acquired AEW uh talent tony storm she was recently shooting i believe she was on the oral sessions podcast with renee and uh, yeah she she was was shooting on uh working for wwe uh very interesting words man she said it wasn't what i thought it was going to be a lot of people don't enjoy it at all. For some people, it just works out, and for others, it just makes them miserable. I guess I just fell into that category. I guess it just wasn't for me at that point. Let's face it; they just fire people left and right and center out of the blue. I could be fired next week, and then it's like, what's the point? It's just—it just got very pointless, to be honest. And they don't give a shit. So why should I? I mean, that's—you know—that's pretty big. I mean,
1: it? to them, yeah, it's—it literally is just another type of. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and I heard that she was—they had pitched to her some sort of love triangle. Yeah, because I was gonna
1: say they did have her on SmackDown where she was showing some interest in in uh, in Boogs, but then like also you would always see like Dolph kind of like in the cut like, "Hey, why don't you uh, give it with real man?" I'm like. Oh, we're doing the Mandy thing again. Like, mm. I'm like, bro, how many girlfriends are you gonna date in fucking WWE on screen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm you, I'd be you. tired of this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I'm not giving Ziggler shit for that. I'm thinking, bro, I, I could be a viable guy. Mm-hmm. You guys give me some, some shit, you know, some real shit. I'm in a tag team.
0: Yeah. Hello? Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> but speaking of uh, ladies done with WWE, uh, I know this made news as well. Paige. Or Soraya yeah, Knight. She, uh, um, yeah,
1: she, she put out a tweet. I don't know if you had it.
0: Yeah, I I. She. Yeah. She, I, I got most of the statement. But basically, yeah, she's done with WWE. But, uh, you know, she penned this, uh, you know, she said J- July 7th will be the last day. Uh, she's thankful, appreciates the opportunities the company has given her. Will always be appreciative of the cam- uh, company that took in an 18-year-old British pale emo girl that didn't look like her average diva. Giving her the chance of a lifetime and making her feel like a superstar. Uh You know, she says, I know after my neck injury taking me uh, out of in-ring status, uh, you know, it was hard to keep her around for as long as they did. So she's thankful for that as well. She thanks uh, the WWE Universe. She says, I think the toughest part, weirdly enough, is having to let the page name go. But Soraya is a hell of a name. Kudos to my mom for that one. FYI, I'm not saying I'll never be in the ring. That day will most certainly come again wherever the return um, or wherever the return may be. And then she just said thanks to WWE. She also clarified that it was not her decision. Uh, WWE did not want to re-sign her. Uh, she said, uh, "She says I don't want that anyone." It sounds to-
1: like a Nick Khan thing.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we, I assume.
1: I mean, but, but with the way that she even said, like, you know, there was no reason for you guys even keeping this long on on payroll. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, I, and I'm sure, like, it's the rude thing to say, but when you look at the reasons why they got rid of so much talent and, and how about how much money was costing them to keep them there for doing nothing it's like yeah but
0: eh. yeah you know what i mean so uh, who who knows man yeah, she and she does say i don't want anyone to think this was my decision to walk away they weren't using me to my full potential that's for sure it's fair why yeah, do they I, and,
1: and i did hear that she was adamant like yo i'm i've been feeling better like you know yeah. for, you know how they are about that. yeah shit, and i'll yeah. get to
0: that as well uh she says why do they need to employ me to not do very much for them uh, I understand there's opportunities I could have done. I think they just want to focus on people who are wrestling. And when they asked how she's been feeling, like you said, she says, I feel like I can compete again. And they asked if she would work for someone else. She said, Sure, if the money is right. So, um, I mean, yeah. You know, that's already started the page is all elite. I, I, you know, but no, just- no.
1: I, I will say I don't want her to go out of all elite because. The way that they pace their matches, I don't, I don't, I'm not willing to, to test the strength of her neck on that.
0: I, yeah, I feel like I'd rather see her come back in the WWE ring first, kind of like what what Brian did. I would, I wouldn't I would mind be worried. seeing her in, in, in Impact, to be honest. um In terms of her getting some money or anything, yeah, NWA too, you know. But yeah, I wouldn't be mad. But I, I will note her last match was in December I, 2017. I was just
1: gonna bring up, I'm like, because uh, you saw what happened in that match and that's what did it
0: you well no that I mean? was so that match so she was on the uh December 25th edition of Raw that year. I don't want to say the Christmas because, you know, they pre tape it, but two days later at a house show. No, I, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, against Sasha so, Banks is yeah, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That
1: kick, just that kick. I'm like, something that, that we've seen a million times. I'm like,
0: yeah, I can't trust these the the these women in the AEW division. To, to, uh, a little bit, yeah. Like, can you imagine and her
1: versus Nyla, Nyla Rose? I was, or, I was even
0: thinking her versus like Jamie Hayter, who just works snug anyway. That's You know like, I mean? She comes through. I'm thinking, from, can
1: you imagine she just, Nyla Rose goes for the diving knee across her neck, bro? No way.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. No way. Way. but she you know after that she did have some stints she was a cute what a kabuki warrior manager and then yeah. she was a backstage or a host GM, for, right? for wwe backstage yeah, and she was gm yeah, as a- well so but like i said she does have a no non-compete so she's Ooh. done july 7th but july 8th she can go anywhere she wants man
1: that's cool and i think what she should do is she should go on an interview tour and i think so too you know just get her name out there and you know yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, that's cool. That that's, yeah. that that's what that's good for her. Let's just hope that she doesn't go running back into ADR's arms anytime soon. No,
0: no, I think she's smart. No, I mean, well, she's got the long time boyfriend. I think she's engaged too. Uh, I forgot his name. That guy, he's, he's Quincy a...
1: Jones. <laughs> there, there you
0: go. Uh, speaking of showing up or possibly showing up anywhere she wants, uh, somebody that walked out not too long ago, Naomi. Uh, obviously, she walked out with Sasha a few weeks ago. You know, they vacated the tag titles. You guys know the whole story. Um, you hear she's... the rumors
1: about Sasha too? Supposedly, what's that? Uh, Raj Geary, mm-hmm. or he usually has great source, uh, sources. He had said that he's getting told that they secretly released her, but he has not gotten confirmation on that. That's that went out
0: yesterday. Okay,
1: still no con- uh, no confirmation. You know, Sean Ross had said, "I heard some stuff," but he said, "I haven't heard anything from my guys." I know that th- that Raj has mm-hmm. good sources but I still haven't gotten any confirmation. Gotcha. So he
0: even came out and said that too. Mm. So Well, Naomi, she did break her I guess social media silence if you want to call it that uh, since the walkout. It wasn't much um but she reposted a motivational video by a man named McDonald John. I don't know if it's Louis or Lewis. Uh, But it says basically, quote, important people come and go. Rejection can also be looked at as redirection. Don't allow someone to make you feel like what you like is stupid. And sometimes you'll have to let other people down to make yourself happy. Yeah. You know, Um, but uh, the other thing I was going to spin off of this was I actually also recently heard uh, the backstage reaction from Vince McMahon when this happened. Uh, you know, because obviously it's, you know, no one expected them to do that right before the segment or said, before the match.
1: Fuck Vince is what they said. <laughs>
0: well, Fuck. I guess, Fuck. you know, Corey Graves has his uh, After the Bell podcast. He had uh, Sami Zayn on there. They were actually talking about the creative uh, process, which I won't get into that. But it just sounds like basically what you need to know is Vince likes that chaos. We always hear about all the rewrites and all that stuff up until the hour you know, of Raw, and apparently they've been doing that for a long time, and it's to the point where it just works, even though it should not work that way, you know, and it's something Sami Zayn had said, but he had commented about, you know, they were talking about the walkout, and uh, he said, quote, I walked back through the curtain, and I walked...
1: I'm I'm surprised that they're talking about, because that's a WWE... Podcast,
0: yeah, but it's also Corey Graves attached to it. You know, I mean, and I know he was the one that was getting flack for some of the things he was saying. You know, yeah, no, that's why I was
1: saying I was surprised that they that they It's one thing because they control the narrative of the show, but I'm surprised that they allowed further people to talk about it outside the show. Still on a WWE platform podcast, but well, I was like, I, okay, that's well, interesting.
0: It is different because I know Lillian Garcia has her podcast, and she's not with WWE anymore. Yeah. But I know people go deep on that. Yeah, that so one, I, I wonder because she's
1: not, she doesn't work with them anymore. Yeah,
0: but I also wonder yeah. if you know they wouldn't. Well, maybe because Jericho's with AW, but if Jericho isn't yeah. working anywhere, would they allow? Them to go that deep as well in that they, they, podcast. They did
1: when he was in the New Japan stuff, but yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, Sami Zayn said, I walked back through the curtain, I walked up to our fearless leader, and he had a grin on his face. I said, Hey, it's live TV. Nothing can go wrong, right? He just laughed and shook my hand and went about his business. So it seemed like it didn't bother him <laughs> that much. Sure as shit, pal. But, but you know, even <laughs> if it did, he's not going to sell it to anybody that could see it, right? So, uh, I mean, he's never like, you know, Vince, he's not the type to want to. I know, like you know, Vince,
1: but mm. but like, mm. but you know, based off his you know reputation, he's not the type to leave himself looking like the the, the lesser man in the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, not a fan of you know being outsmarted or or one-upmanship or, or you know what I'm saying, all mm-hmm. that shit or one-upped or whatever you want to call it. So I don't know, man, but uh, you know, but we
0: will say this. <laughs> As you transition to some, little yeah. Because I know here. you asked. You you said you know, Vince, and I don't
1: know if I know. I don't Vince. know. Yeah. I mean, because I was gonna say. I said you know, he don't want to be the one left holding the bag, but he he might be the one left holding the bag holding on the this bag. one. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have heard about this. So, the Board of Wrestling, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated, is investigating a secret three million dollars settlement that oh, long time, uh, uh. Chief executive, sorry, Vince McMahon had agreed to pay to a departing employee with whom he allegedly, allegedly, had an affair according to documents, documentation, okay, Mm. and people familiar with the board's inquiry. So there's people that heard about this. And that means they're, they're according to people familiar, meaning they're corroborating. Is that not what I'm getting here? That's what it sounds like. I mean, we did hear that, you know, on this this, uh, headline of this probe into the the company, we did hear that they're being fully cooperative. So maybe that's where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it says the January 2022 separation agreement in question bars the now former employee who was hired on as a paralegal back in 2019 and from, uh, which bars her from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon Mm. or disparaging him that people have said, "See, is this even real?" It's so because weird, man. Mr. McMahon is actually a, a character name, so that, is that even binding? <laughs> it's like true. for real. Um, the board's investigation, which began in April, oh, okay, so this is like a couple months ago.
0: Oh, wow, okay, so it's started, just coming to light. Has
1: uh, unearthed other older non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct by, once again, Mr. McMahon and one of his top executives, John Laurinaitis. <laughs> so John basically, Ace. basically they saying while, while working this probe and them being fully cooperative, meaning they probably got to show them everything or else they look guilty. They're like, Hey, we noticed you got some uh, other uh, NDAs that were not really publicly talked about, about uh, other misconducts by key employees on here. Um, care to talk about that? Let's yeah, go with that. I was say, yeah. It says, the, uh, <laughs> The journal couldn't determine how many previous agreements were being scrutinized, uh, but it is said that the first email was sent to the board members on March 30th, alleging that Mr. McMahon, 76 years old, initially hired the woman at the salary of $100,000 as the paralegal, but increased it to $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship with her. That's crazy, man. The email to the board also alleges that Mr. McMahon, quote, unquote, gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurinaitis. It's all about people, pal.
0: See, and the reason why that's very problematic not to cut in is that John Laurinaitis is supposed to be... Of, he's the head of talent relations not, well. not as well, just that; yeah. is If he's also dipping in that pool, aren't you supposed to be married to the Bella's mother? No. Right? Isn't he the one that married Nikki and uh, Brie Bella's mom? Yep. <laughs> yep. And now Brian Danielson over here like, don't backsplash on me, I'll man. I'll kick your
1: fucking head
0: in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the board is
1: investigating the allegations in the email. The people familiar with the inquiry said... Quote, My friend was so scared she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up. Which that was telling to me because only certain people know that term lawyer Jerry because mm-hmm. it's short for the WWE's longtime lawyer yeah. Jerry McDavid. Who though I actually, did hear that
0: he was gonna be uh, on the stand like uh, being, retiring soon. I think I after heard that too. well I think he was on because I what felt was like it, I was gonna uh, say he was on dark he was on dark, dark side, side of the ring yeah. and I felt
1: like when I when I heard that news that he was like man I'm. I'm getting too old for this <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm getting out of Straight dodge. Up. I'm going to Boca. Fuck this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, basically, that. Yeah, so when they said lawyer, I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're familiar. This is someone who knows who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, basically, he's the guy who ne- negotiated the deal uh, that they're talking about. The the uh, the one barring, you know, from the, the disparaging and all that. So mm. so he he's obviously knowledgeable since he's the one who negotiated the terms. Yeah. Ooh, don't call him to the stand. Mm-mm. Ooh. That's, I'm sure he can because a client,
0: you know, I'm confidentiality, sure but yeah, that, that was it. Depending on the consequences, he might stay loyal to the end.
1: Consequences.
0: <laughs> like, a lot of people are like, this
1: may be, like, like everyone's, like, you know what everyone's seeing? They're like this is Nick Khan's move to
0: fucking take over That's kind of what I thought about, too, when I heard about it. Because everyone... And, 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 and I was like, no, he, like, not everything's know, at work, brother. But but but, but, but tell <laughs> me
1: you don't think he's smart enough and rich enough to hire somebody to it's find not, some shit out
0: definitely. and then be like, oh, okay, this is leverage. I wouldn't even be surprised if he set the whole thing up and was the one that told him, you know, if you're going to mess around, you should probably give her... A back little back in 2019, he yeah, was yeah. like, I'm planting he, he, the seed Actually, I don't know if he, if he came in in 2019. I know he was helping he got brought on after he helped orchestrate the the Fox deal, so I don't know I when that, that was... was finalized. But yeah, if he was there, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, but yeah, it's getting pretty icky over there. Yeah, man. That's wild
1: like sloppy shop uh, over there, man. Yeah, it's one of those things though where I don't feel I don't feel sorry. Like it's not that I want nothing to happen to Vince, but I'm like, bro, he's got away with a lot for a long time. I'm saying, I you know mean, know mean, you so, hear about.
0: I mean, if you've ever seen, is it Geraldo or what show is yeah. that on? That uh, he's on there and he's... He had bullied like a bunch of people. like like oh, there well, was He's getting s- lambasted by a lot of people in but the crowd. there was crowd. that ring announcer. Yeah, that the one. ring announcer was yeah. there um, uh, that the told him scale, straight up. Yeah, that told that him shit. he was lying. And that was really hard to watch because you could look at Vince and tell like... He was like, this motherfucker actually went against what I... Yeah. Like, he's really but, trying but to embarrass you, me. But yeah. you could also tell that he's lying. You,
1: oh, you, you, could you could tell, tell that lying, he's doubling. And you could tell he's infuriated that he thought, like, he thought that he had this guy under his thumb. But, yeah.
0: like, oh, how dare you try? Or that he was in a position of power, and yeah. now he's in this air. He just seemed like his whole position got It was boarded. weird to see him in yeah. that position, right? And he didn't know what yeah. to do. He was, like, flailing a little bit. So, yeah. And, and, and
1: that's not usually. Yeah, that's not usually and that's, the, the 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 side of him we yeah. see. Yeah, and that's yeah. not
0: counting the referee well, situation, the female referee that's situation. That's what I was going to say, yeah, too. The Wendy Richter situation. The, like I said, the Ring Boys game, yeah, covering some of the Pat Patterson stuff, the N-word Rest is soul, TV. Rest is soul, but you're not going to tell me none of that stuff happened with Pat Patterson. No, bro, I'm sorry. I'm so, like, I mean like too many stories for for too, too much like smoke this, not you You're not know going to gonna
1: tell me that it's not happening cuz there were settlements paid out and that's all I'll fucking say. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so. but that's that's the news, right? Or yeah, that's more? about the news. All yeah, right. yeah. Well, um, it's about to get a little bit more shitty. No plan. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to, goddamn, goddamn NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. the fuck out of my TV. I didn't 0. hear
0: anything. I haven't heard any reviews this week. It's but the one thing that I did see that was intriguing was the new uh challenger for bronze title. But I'm sure yeah, it's yeah, yeah, there.
1: That yeah, that was that was probably the highlight. Um, yeah, let me let me let me take you on a trip, y'all. Yeah. Please yeah. do. 2.0 style mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we started off with uh, Creed brothers defending the tag straps against Idris and nofe and Malik blade um, I didn't take notes on this because it was a long ass match um, it was good but 15 minutes title fence, bit clunky at times uh, as there were a few bo- look I ain't got none against Idris or Malik I don't know if them as a team have that chemistry because they were kind of the ones that were being clunky a little bit Um but I will say that, yeah, there was a few botches as well, including the, during the finish uh, when Julius was trying to hit that, that what, that kind of cartwheel takedown he does? Oh, or yeah. Yeah, that he, like He, crazy. like, picked the dude up and then dropped him. And then he had to pick him up again and do it for real. And then, like, the crowd just totally died out. Like, it sucked. Mm. And then, like, you know, Brutus came in with the running low lariat. And then it was just like just overrated. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, <laughs> but to be honest, the reason why I was mad at it, I was like, "Yo, bro, you've had shorter matches against uh, guys that are higher on the totem pole than against these two guys. Mm. For y'all to have a fifteen minute, yeah. like, you open the no, show, I, if it, like no entrances? They were already in the ring, fifteen minutes
0: straight up. Damn, that's crazy. Two, they do, two do they commercial, commercial breaks, did they two look picture
1: in picture breaks, bro. Damn,
0: yeah, did they at least look good coming out, rocking the belts? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. The Creed's were great, but like yeah. I said,
1: it just, I don't know. I think maybe that they need to do something with that tag team. Yeah. And there's a little bit on that I'll, I'll talk about later. But from here, we got this weirdly produced. And I, I, all right, let me not, you know, like I said, I, let me not run it back because I actually wrote down at the end, let me wait before I shit on it, and then I'm over here shitting on it. Mm. Apollo Crew's vignette here. Yeah. Camera quality was kind of poor for the effect they were kind of going for, uh, but he's shown in like a standard typecast diner scene scene. Where he's writing in a journal, but, like, he's thinking out loud what he's writing, and uh he's talking about, like, his accomplishments on the main roster, but he said, like, you know, you could still hear the whispers of those three letters, like, ringing out in his ears, and it brings me back. Like, the and it's NXT, and it shows, like, uh, footage of uh, his run in NXT and stuff, mm-hmm. Um, which, let's be real, he was kind of
0: like the Keith Lee project before the Keith Lee project for NXT. I agree. I mean, I think people were talking about Yuha Nation before they were talking yeah. about Keith Lee in the Indies. so, yeah. I mean, and also
1: in the sense of look how they booked him in the beginning; they didn't really know what to do with him. Yeah, they just knew he was dynamic. If they yeah. put him in a spot, they just kind
0: of scooped him up because they had a he had a big buzz. He was I think. doing the evolve thing too, so mm. that makes
1: sense. They were like their their feeder system right there. But anyways, so yeah, he's thinking a lot he's riding. When there's like a rude customer like berating this waitress for being too slow with his food, and Apollo just kind of stares off at him, and then like this guy's voice echoes in his mind, and he like it's weird. He like sees himself like it's almost like he's seeing himself in the future. He sees himself approach the man to ask if there's an issue, to which the man tells him to get out of his face, and then we see Apollo kind of snap and like slams the man's head onto the diner table, knocking him out, and then he like nods at the waitress and then walks back to his table and sits back down at, at, as journal, right? And then he snaps out of the out of this thought, and then he actually shows him getting up and actually approaches the man in real life and just basically reenacts what he just did in his thought process. Which I don't know if it was supposed to be like a Denzel, like deja vu type of thing, hmm. but Like I said, I'll wait until like another, you know, one of these uh, to peel back the layers a little bit more before I judge it. But if that's where they're going with it, I can't see Apollo in that. Like, because it came off as like, man, I've seen some stuff and done some bad things. But in order for me to repent, I feel like I'm just going to have to like, I'm just like this, this badass nomad. Uh, But but when I see some injustice, I'll just whoop some ass. So he's Luke Cage now. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I was trying to figure out because even when you
0: said that, I was like, I can understand if it's like a hypothetical. Because say I confront this guy, this is hypothetically how it could go. But the way you said it was, it's almost like he saw himself in the future. Then he did it, you know. And so I was like, "Um, maybe that's not how. And then when you, I was like, that's exactly how it sounds like it played (laughs) out. So that's confusing. So
1: yeah, because like when you go, he walks up to the man. The guy says, "Get get on my face." You just it just instead of showing him slamming it just like the it just shows Apollo's face and it just goes black mm. and I'm like, okay, that's weird because you were happy go lucky last week, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we had Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. Um, this is a rematch from the uh, the semifinals from the the breakout tournament. Oh yeah. Uh, you know what? Stratton getting better. Henley was really over with the crowd. She has a really great stiff. I was gonna say uh, she's got a good look. Yeah, she has a really great looking forearm. Uh, I think, and, and the way her body language is when she's like in there, like she's like she, she's ready to fight and like. She does this thing where she just paces around like a madman, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I gotta go and kid her." You know what I mean? Where you're like, yo, she looked like a wound up country trick, ready to whoop a bitch's ass." Like, like no, you like know, mocks kind no of that too. Yeah, hundred percent. Pacing
0: where he paces back and yeah. forth. Yeah, yeah, okay. and,
1: and so you kind of you you get into it. And I, honestly, I haven't seen a character like that. Like you, you saw him try with like Nadia back in the day, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, this is kind of.
0: I dig it. I dig yeah. it. It's, okay. it. It works.
1: It works better than what they're trying to do with Lacey Evans right now. You know what I mean?
0: I got nothing to say about that, man. Yeah, yeah. That shit's all over the place.
1: Um, Henley wins via a small package after a distraction from Wendy Chu, who came out with a bucket and feigned like she was going to throw it
0: uh, <laughs> at uh, Tiffany, but it was just a bunch of confetti. So that's her new, uh, she's got a target on Tiffany now,
1: huh? Well, yeah, they were kind of doing some stuff, I think, before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, It's hard to keep track of this yeah. shit. I, it's, it's for me. I'm like, do I even reference what happened last week? Are you? Are, do you care about the continuity? <laughs> <laughs> I know they do. Oh, uh, Camera Grime segments, or two, but I decided to put them together. Uh, he's seen walking in the back with a suit on, uh, pretty much getting complimented on his match against Carmelo Hayes. I don't know if you had a chance to see it uh, from in your house, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he's getting complimented by a few people, including uh Braun Breaker was another guy. Uh, with you know, each person independently, you know, kind of trying to give their condolences on his loss. To which he just would repeatedly respond, you know, I'm not looking for sympathy. Mm-hmm. Um, later in the night, uh, after Idris and uh, Malik's loss, they get approached by Grimes, actually. Uh, right in the middle of them talking about going to the club to cheer themselves up and going to go look for girls. And Idris is like, oh, I'll get, I'll get dressed in the car like always. I'm like, you ain't never got a shirt on, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, these and guys then, sound
0: just lame. But, like, I no, but say. no
1: lie, Grimes keeps it, what, a buck, one thou wow with him with oh, this okay. shit, bro. Ooh. Uh, he used that. Yeah, that sneak I had dog, to. Right? The, yeah. Yeah, no, well, yeah, shout out to Conan, too. He likes to say that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, about waste them wasting their talents and criticizing them for wanting to leave the show early to hit the club before the main event. Tells them they're doing what they, they said, we're all here doing what we love to do at the place that we love to do it at. Mm. But says that, you know, you can't just wait around for opportunities because championship matches don't always come through. Uh, and basically tells Idris he looks like a damn statue and he could potentially be a future champion, but his, uh, his problem is that he's not hungry enough. Mm. So, I, so that's the only reason I was like, oh, he kind of, he kind of, Focus more on Idris than he did with Malik. Malik was just kind of in the back, just watching intently. So I was like, oh, maybe the, this could be a heel turn or
0: something. Mm, okay. So, but Only for him, not not the partner, not for Malik. I mean,
1: he was talking to both of them, but like, yeah, in that part, his focus is mostly on Idris. He didn't say shit about Malik. He said, you look at the statue. He, got you. he was talking to that man. So uh, for me, we got a last legend video. It's her sitting in a chair, basically running down the timeline of her athletic accomplishments. Uh, while they keep panning back and forth to accompanying uh, footage and pictures from her, like, track and field days or basketball days in high school all the way to Texas A&M, uh, you know, college, and talks about getting drafted uh, to the uh, Seattle Reign. But says the pandemic happened, so instead of waiting around, she decided to take her talents to WWE. So mm. kind of like a, you know, a little bit more okay. uh, into the character. They did two of these. They did another one with uh, Nathan Frazier later, but uh, I'll get okay. into that. Uh, next we had uh, they ran it back. Wes Lee versus Zion Quinn. Uh, again, if you remember, uh, Wes Lee I actually upset him with a roll up like in what, like a two minute match or yeah, something. Yeah, like that's that. right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, but now they have about a five minute match. <laughs> and as soon as the bell rings, you know, you see Wes Lee go for the quick pin again, but Zion's actually dominating the match for a bit. Quinn hangs Lee across the rope stomach first, and he tries to like you've seen people do this, they use the ropes to like kind of bounce him off, and some people will catch him in like a like, um, What's his name, um, AJ Styles has a way of doing this crazy way of uh, Styles' clash with Ricochet mm-hmm. where he bounces him off the rope, stomach first, and catches him right. So he was just trying to like, he, he hungs, he hangs him, and then he like uses the rope to kind of catapult him to flip him back on his back. But like, uh, Wesley actually ain't lands on his feet. Oh, okay, yeah, um, you know how like uh, kind of like how that what Ricochet used to do in New Japan where he would just land, land on his feet and look back on some like Dragon Ball shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pretty much hit him with that.
0: Um, I got you. Okay.
1: But Lee, uh, you know, oh, Quinn gets pissed, starts to dominate some more before falling victim to the cartwheel Pele kick. Get it. Setting him up for the spiral tap or what they're calling the X marks the spot for the win, which I was That's like, tight. okay. okay. I, I don't know if he may may have used that on the indies, but I was like, okay, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, I didn't realize.
0: Because I've seen him hit it a couple times in a tag match or two.
1: It's weird. Like, yeah, he's hitting a tag match and not one. That's why I hated him using it. Hmm. Uh, Nathan Frazier vignette. Uh, basically him talking about his upbringing on a small 46 square mile island called Jersey, uh, talks about his early sports days as a soccer player, but also being a WWE fan at a young age as they pan to old pics of him with, you know, merch and belts, et cetera. That whole template pretty much we've Mm -hmm. seen before. So that was that, um, The Dyads win their uh, debut match against Dante Chan and another enhancement talent. So did they... And no, they didn't take off their hoods and wrestled with the cloaks on. The The, whole time? The crowd was chanting, take the
0: hoods off the whole fucking match, bro. I don't know how they look. Never mind. I'm good. Yeah, bro. I can't. I just can't. I can't. Bro, and and, and the thing that's weird is- What are they calling them? Dyad 1 and 2? Nah. Bro, the 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 weird thing is, like, they don't even really
1: wrestle, bro. Like, they just run at you and just, like, throw themselves at you and, like, fucking just club on you and shit. Like, they- It's like, they're they're the equivalent of having the zombie characters in fucking 2K20. You know what what I'm saying? So crazy. Yeah, it's like- why, whatever. Uh, Nikita Lyons with an injury update, uh, shown training and still throwing kicks in the gym, but has a pretty serious looking leg brace on at the same time. Uh, says she'll be returning soon, so that was kind of who weird. was that? Uh, Nikita Lyons. Oh, okay. Uh, D'Angelo family in ring segment. Um, again, this must have been a pre tape, uh, because uh, we were talking about it before we went on the air. Troy Donovan, aka Two yeah. Dimes, BKA, the guy I always said did not belong and didn't really fit because he doesn't talk. Like a gangster, yeah. He just doesn't have the look. The other guy does, but he he no. Anyway, he
0: got released. Um, Yeah, apparently it was a they call they're calling a policy issue. Yeah, like a
1: like a violation, a policy violation or something.
0: But they said he might be brought back in a year. And then I know he tweeted out thanks to every thanks to everyone who reached out. Mistakes happen, lessons are learned. A bump in the road doesn't define me though. I'll be back with a curious like wolf emoji, (laughs) or I guess it looks like a wolf or or doesn't look like a dog. Like, I want to say it's supposed to look like a Husky, but it's not a Husky, you know, so. But, yeah. He said, I got some regrets
1: from my and past. And then I was going to ask you, best. was
0: Tony physical this week?
1: Uh, No. Okay, because I also. He, I mean, he was, he was. Uh, he cornered Uh, his Goombas in a match, but no, nah, he okay. wasn't. He, he himself didn't have a match, but he's supposed to be having a match next week. Against and, uh, Carmelo Hayes for the... Well,
0: I'm going to get to that, but yeah. Yeah, because I guess there was a live event in Largo, Florida last Friday on oh, the Oh, Largo. 10th.
1: The Largo Loop? That's, yeah. hey, that's one what, of their That's spots. what's yeah. crazy.
0: It's, it was like the second night of them touring again. Dang. And so I'm surprised they had Tony... Uh, in action, but I guess he—they said he—the uh, fans said he suffered a shoulder injury, his left shoulder. Oh, um, damn! Apparently, there were referees that were checking checking in on him, um, and so obviously people are wondering what's going to happen with the Hawaii's guys stable because of the Troy Donovan thing, and then clearly he's been getting some TV time. They just got the win over Legato, but I'm sure you're going to let me know what's going on this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, so he—they have this in ring segment where he's like pretty much promoting his goombas from associates Goomba. to soldiers of the family. I did hear about that. <laughs> He also gifts the Goombas some really nice looking watches and tells them to buy themselves something nice. Hey, hey, take Maria out and and do some nice, (laughs) you know that whole shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony D then quotes Ray Liotta. Obviously, R.I.P. You know, Mm -hmm. but in The Goodfellas, as he tells LDF, he's scolding them. Hey, hey! Look at me. Never rat on your friends, and always keep your mouth shut. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God!
0: I'm yeah, like, they're really pressing on that. Button, it was huh? cool until you directly quoted the
1: movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carmelo interrupts with Trick Williams, which I thought this was kind of weird because it was like heel on heel. Uh, though they did cross paths last week, where he told him to, you know, stay out of his way unless he wants his, you know, if you he, basically he said if he wants his new reign to last longer than his last reign as champion, stay out of his way. Mm. So Carmelo. Disrespects the Don. <laughs> he, he gonna do what he want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Tony he doesn't uh, want any problems with him or his title. Oh, oh, he's telling Tony like you don't want problems with me or my title. Tony reminds him that he warned him last week to stay out of his business. Uh, so now Mello and his title are his business. Uh, Tony D says he's the Don of NXT and challenges Mello for the North American Championship next week, as he says he calls the shots. Mm-hmm. Mello accepts but tells Tony he doesn't call the shots, but I make the shots. And call Stacks and Two Dimes an easy layup after they uh, pretty much suggest to Tony that they face mellow and Trick in a tag match, and, and, and it's, it's softened up these knuckleheads, huh? That's mm. what he says. But I was like, oh, he called y'all. He called y'all layup. Damn. Yeah. That was he kinda... treated him like it too. I ain't gonna lie. The match wasn't that long. <laughs> <I ain't gonna laughs> fast,
0: lie. fast break, huh?
1: But but but, but <laughs> you know what? This next one is gonna be uh, kind of similar, but it's a travesty. Uh, Braun Breaker uh, versus Duke Hudson. Mm-hmm. NXT Championship. This was not the main event. Let me just tell you that. This match came together because early in the night uh, after Braun Breaker had that little run-in with uh, Cameron Grimes, Duke Hudson was in the back like, oh, come on, man. You got to do better than that. What did you, you expect? You know, mm-hmm. that whole, like, I'm in the back, yeah, but I'm still going to be, like, you know, need- yeah, needling at I, I, you. But
0: I still have an opinion. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, you know, he's still, you know, harping and bragging about beating him via DQ, and he, he's tired of it. Uh, So he makes a challenge to Duke, and Duke uh, accepts the challenge uh, for the title. Yeah. Um, He actually slaps him on the shoulder, I'm going to go get the match made, and just walks off. I was like, oh, we're getting this. I'm like, okay, this is cool, right? No, it's not cool. And this is wild. Okay. Hudson attacks Breaker before the bell, but Breaker fights back with a big German suplex. The the match is officially started. He hits that catch power slam early before hitting the running spear on Duke, where he kind of clips the bottom of the ropes. And just squashes Duke, no bullshit, picking him up for the press slam, power slam for the win. That's it. That's it? The only offense he got was before the ring, so, the, the bell.
0: Uh- Wow, so Hudson attacks him. Which yeah, logic and wrestling says, and that... he's taller and bigger than yeah, him. that's bro. Like mm. I was like, what? What? Like
1: I, I was getting ready to be like, all right, I gotta take. Notes that's how on you this, get your bro. heat
0: and dominate for most of the match. But like, if most of the match is going, <laughs> if it's just gonna be a squad. well, the reason like crazy it was,
1: to me, it was like, man, this could have been really something good. But I'm like, you just use this as as a device to get to this post match. Cameron Grimes music hits, mm-hmm. comes out with a microphone and says he, you know, he wants to finish the conversation they were having in the back. Says everyone in NXT knows that uh, if Breaker didn't have his family name, he wouldn't have the championship. Says that while he respects him, he says that, I'm not saying you were eating off a silver platter, but you definitely were still eating better than me. Mm. Says Braun is built like a truck and gets better every time he's in the ring, but lacks the amount of heart that he has and will put his heart up against any man or woman in this business.
0: That's not not a, a cap.
1: No, that's, a, that's not. A, that's a shoot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. No cap. Yeah. Says that he's tired of everyone cutting the line and all these cash phrases Because he says, if I'm gonna go to the moon, then hell, let's launch the damn rocket. As he challenges Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship at NXT Great American Bash, Braun accepting. All right.
0: Yeah, he. he, he you really, know, he's got some. Uh, he really sold it, to be honest. I mean, Grimes, I think, has some good. Is very synonymous with the the great. American Bash anyway, like with his NXT tenure. So this would be... To me, it's interesting. It's a different type of opponent. I was curious where they were going to go with Braun. I thought they were going towards Hudson, but clearly not.
1: Rocket, uh, Great American Bash... Fourth of July, ID four, Independence Day, uh, space movie. No, no, know. <laughs> is, is, is it a reach? Is it, it's, is it too it, much reach? It, it's it's
0: it's like a twenty percent reach. But it makes sense though. You got me there. You got me in the building.
1: Oh man. But um next we have the Diamond Mind segment. We see uh Tatum Patchley, if you remember, she uh stepped up and challenged um who was it? Alba Fire. Okay. Uh, when when Last Legend was talking shit and then Lash Legend kicked her in the face.
0: Okay? Yeah, that's right, yeah. But
1: yeah, we see Tatum actually on a phone call and oh, actually now, just for reference, she actually, before that, she was seen always like working out in the gym and getting bullied by Ivy.
0: Yeah, that's you right. You're telling she me was, about that, yeah. You're
1: not diamond mine material. Get out of here, you scamp. <laughs> 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 you don't have a membership here. Uh, we, but we, So we see Tatum Paxley on a phone call at the gym when she gets approached by Ivy Nile. So she cuts her phone call short, assuming you know more burying and bullying is coming her way. Yeah. But uh, Ivy actually compliments her on her hard work uh, recently, and Paxley actually thanks her and walks away before Roddy rolls up with Damon Kemp and asks her, what's up with you talking to her? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivy says, well, she's really kind of changed my mind about her. And Roddy says, it sounds like you're making excuses for her. And in Diamond Mind, there are no excuses. What's up with Roddy? <laughs> Just then, Creed brothers come in, you know, uh, hot off their win. Uh, as Roddy criticizes them for shaking uh, Idris and Malik's hand post-match because they, they, they did a whole, you know, respect yeah. thing.
0: respect. Expect, Cre- hey, bro. the Creed's
1: relentless. They, they tell Roddy, you know what, dude? You were right last week about the title match. As Julius claims, you know, I, you know, we all get it. I mean, I get it. But, you know, Brutus, though, is more of a visual learner. So what we did is we actually booked you guys in a tag match for next week, you and Damon. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Kind of stirring the pot. Yeah. And then you got Roddy, he's trying to, you know, Say that oh, you can't because of his ankle from a couple weeks ago, and then Ivy comes in, like, but you just said diamond mine means no excuses, right? Mm. He's like, Yeah, no excuses, and storms off. You hear him, and, let's go, Damon. Wow, <laughs> Damon okay. runs after him. I was like, Oh, mm. okay. I was like, Yo, Roddy's actually getting a little bit uh entertaining, you know what I mean? Uh, we got the Giovanni Vinci re debut, as I call it, against Guru Raj. Uh, Vinci, you know, Guru
0: again, Raj. you know, he,
1: he had the uh. The beard I was telling you about. Yeah. And, and that we when I saw it. I was like, these motherfuckers are trying to make the new Cesaro. I said I'm it before. Telling, we
0: were said, talking about that yeah, last week. But, yeah. but, 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 but
1: but I was saying that when he still had that his last match with Imperium, he hit that pop-up tilt the roll backbreaker. I'm like, yeah, I was on some Cesaro shit. And I was like, But he's almost like he's that trying though. to do some Cesaro shit. And then I'm like, yo, they ain't got Cesaro no more, though.
0: Mm-hmm. But this
1: nigga, he he be doing like moonsaults and shit and springboards too. And he's strong. I'm like, and he's Italian. I'm like. He ain't Swiss, but they'll take
0: it. Yeah, definitely. You know what
1: I mean. So, uh, but he won in his re-debut with the Golden Star Bomb via Kota Ibushi. Really? Yeah. I wasn't gonna say the spare bomb, Spirit but bomb, he, did, yeah. he didn't just pop it up. You know what I mean? He, he actually last ride him. He was like, okay, well, now that you're the sit out last ride. <laughs> for the, uh, we got Solo Sequoia who challenges uh, Grace and Waller to a match next week. It, it was it wasn't worth the. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just letting you know what's going on. Mm. Uh, We did have the Mellow-Trick Williams match against uh, the the two layups, the two dimes and stacks. (laughs) Mellow in the ring with a bunch of greenhorns in about a five-minute match. Finish comes when Cruz tries for a springboard clothesline on uh, Trick— I'm sorry, crossbody on Trick Williams because, you know, of course Tony D had the LDF guys down there Mm -hmm. Uh, on uh, Trick Williams, but he evades as Cruz knocks down uh, one of the Goombas instead. Uh, while the ref was distracted as Melo hits the diving leg drop for the win. So obviously caused a little bit of uh, friction, like, yo, you caused my boys to lose. Like, was that on purpose type of shit? Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I was aiming for tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't happen. You're not gonna find that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And imagine like, no say. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh,
0: then we had the main event. Um, it's just funny because I was telling you I just watched Blood in Blood Out so every time I, I'm thinking these guys <laughs> hey, I'm like man bop bop yeah, bop 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 yeah, bop. yeah yeah I'm always like I got some ideas for y'all oh man <laughs> uh,
1: Indy Hartwell Roxy uh, I'm sorry Roxanne Perez I gotta get used to that, Roxanne mm-hmm. uh, Indy Hartwell Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade versus Toxic Attraction you know how much uh, notes I took on this uh, the face is one, uh, with a kinda weird finish where Roxanne tags in Cora Jade for the diving Senton. Like she Please sh-
0: don't tell me those two are gonna start tagging, man. I don't Oh, I'm they've cool.
1: been dude, they they've been on screen like they know each other for years. <sighs> yeah, they, they like remember that time we were seventeen and you forgot your gear and when we were in, in in Philly? Oh, remember that time we stole your, your sister's car? And I'm like, Do y'all really Jeez. know each other? I mean just-
0: I mean they have similar ages, but still, man. Ah, anyway.
1: Yeah, so pretty much um the face is one <laughs> with a kind of weird finish where Roxanne tags in Cora Jade. Uh she kinda sets up Cora for the diving senton, uh, but instead of pinning after hitting it, Cora then tags in Roxanne like back in, mm-hmm. and then Roxanne just goes for the pin. It was weird. And then so they she win. tagged
0: her back in to cover make the cover. Yeah, okay.
1: But it was weird, like it was almost like something else was supposed to happen and they were just like they for, fucked up Yeah, or, they just skipped it. Yeah, I don't know, but you know. And that's it. I don't know what it, you know, it was just weird, and we had just had to watch the faces of everyone as it happened and then just watch them celebrate <laughs> while, they, yeah. while trying to figure out whatever the hell that was. And uh, that was NXT 2.0. That was it? That was it. That was the main event? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, had, they had 15 minutes, though. Oh, all right. But it's a six-woman tag match. I'm not going to, you, you know what I mean? Like.
0: Mm. Yeah, I heard somebody call Toxic Attraction the Toxic Avengers the other day. <laughs> That's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's too... No, don't give them uh, that. That's they, too they, cool, they, right? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, they, they didn't earn that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to get right into the Dynamite. Light the fuse, bring the boom Dynamite. Yo, you already know what it is. It's Quincy Jones go with that brand new storyline tease drop. This time featuring one of the most buzzworthy polarizing figures in the industry right now. Free MJF. That's right. The man behind the brand new modern pipe bomb of 2022. The mensch of the Sench, the one and only get the shirt right now. Because Storyline tease is better than you, and we all know it.
0: Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yerp. Yerp, yerp. We is back. You know what that means. That means you guys just uh, had a really cool break. But uh, now it's time to light the fuse, my friend. I mean, either
1: that or they were taking a snooze. During the NXT portion of the show, which I can't blame you. (laughs) Wake up. (laughs) Uh, It's about that time, though. Um, Dynamite. Yes, sir. Um, Obviously, I was surprised that they opened the night. with uh, Because, you know, it took me a while to... to
0: Brought a little boom. I forgot
1: that Road Rager is one of their weird event special event names cuz yeah. I kept thinking that I'm like oh this is the Russell Rage I'm or the Rock and Roll Rager at sea I'm like oh no that's something fucking different and I kept thinking yeah, it was the Jericho cuz they did
0: the Bash at the Beach if you remember and, and only that one year and I remember even Cody yeah, they had the whole the Miami break. Vice type of suit on which there. I thought was yeah. dope. Oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that's right cuz you had, yeah. yeah you was dripping over there man I had my sign that said uh it was shouting out for you and Megaran and the other side said uh hire me and, Boom. He, and he pointed at it but I can't prove it because mm-hmm. I was off to the side, but he seen me and was like, "I see you." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "I see you too, fam." So you know, now, it's... now you in
0: the Fed. You need to use that that
1: stroke, buddy. Why Come on, he, coach. he he pulled me aside and asked me the best medicine for a torn pec? Literally, I know we're
0: gonna get to this little can of worms, <laughs> but anyways, by all means, yeah, no problem, man. I mean, we're it's AEW time. You guys, as yeah, you know, fuck Cody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're talking about AEW of recent all over here, recent buddy. memory. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we kick it off like you said, uh, sort of uh, in, with a uh, big stipulation hair versus hair match. Chris Jericho taking on Ortiz. Uh, and Ortiz. I'm gonna just, I know it's proud and powerful, but. You know, they've been grouping with Eddie, and it's hard not to say LAX because of their ties and impact. You know what I mean? But uh, Regal joins commentary. He calls Jericho a toss pot, which is the term I was trying to remember last Bruh. week. And it was funny because
1: he's like, Yes, yeah, so what is it? He's like, If I, Trust me, if I tell you what it is, we won't want to be on uh, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. much longer. Exactly. Somehow I was so. like, Yeah,
0: don't say it because I know exactly what that mm-hmm. is. We see uh, Ortiz start <laughs> oh, the match man. off in a brawl. Uh, Jericho tries for a lion's salt early on, but Ortiz yeah. gets the knees up. Then he takes a fight outside and he executes a 10 punch in the barber's chair. Uh, uh, Jericho tries an avalanche Frankensteiner, but Ortiz catches him midway and dumps him on the mat with an avalanche powerbomb instead. Yeah. Uh, he hits a mid-rope diving headbutt for two, but Ortiz then gets suplexed off the apron to the floor by Jericho before the commercial break. Ortiz returns from the break, hitting a Tower of London and a DDT, but then misses a corkscrew moonsault from the second rope and eats a codebreaker from Jericho for a near fall. Ortiz goes for a rana. Jericho blocks, gets the walls of Jericho locked in, but Ortiz gets the rope break, at this point, Angelo removes Ortiz's hand off the rope and instigates a ringside brawl that sees Yuta and Santana rush down to help Eddie Kingston fight off the JAS. because He, they, was, he but, was taking them on by but, himself. But
1: they were asking a very important question. Well, Where have they been?
0: Yeah, straight I'm up. I'm like, yeah,
1: why would you, like, you going to leave I, your mans out there with his whole crew yeah, ringside? Yes, I know
0: AEW does that. A lot. A lot. Where there's no reason why someone should not be at ringside. And I think they just go with some real old school. Well, he's a, he's a face. It's like, yeah, but if you're a face, yeah, but you're going to go out there and have your buddies back, knowing yeah. the games that these heels play. I was play. just going to say, like, knowing
1: that you're in the ring
0: with the wizard. That's like, that. you know what that's like? That's like when, um. that's like if Jeff, and he didn't do this, but like, uh, it, well, he did get attacked, I think, prior to the match. But if Jeff went against Adam Cole, without his brother at ringside and Red Dragons there. You know what I mean? Or being in NXT and going against any member of the Undisputed Era and not having
1: someone to watch your back it's, even though yeah. you got a tag
0: partner. You, you, you,
1: know, know, how, you know how they roll. So. Exactly.
0: But at this point, Aubrey gets distracted and Kingston slides in and sneaks Jericho with a hurricane, uh, back, uh back, I'm sorry, not back to spin, <laughs> but a uh, back fist. Uh, but Ortiz takes too long to make the cover allowing Jericho to kick out. Aubrey is distracted again by Hager and Kingston on the apron that are fighting when we see four Fwe- Fuego Del Sol runs in uh, I think from underneath the ring and lays out Ortiz with Floyd the Bat, then quickly hides in ringside as Aubrey gets back to the match just in time for Jericho to make the cover and win. Uh, you know, Post-match, we see Fuego join Jericho and Hager on the ramp to celebrate, then rips off his mask to reveal himself as Sammy Guevara. Uh, we hear a huge Sammy sucks chant break out as Ortiz takes the clippers and scissors from the barber's hand and cuts his hair per the stipulation. Uh, Eddie grabs Mike and then calls Ortiz a man of his word, uh, while throwing shade at Jericho in the process for not completing his stipulation from their match at Revolution. And Ortiz just yells blood and guts over and over and over and over and over, uh, just to keep. Hey, no lie, the dude, match. this was
1: a gangster ass image though.
0: It really was because, like, with the blood coming down. I, I'm too. not
1: gonna lie, like I was thinking. I mean, he has like he's he probably spends a lot on on, on what he's doing with his hair right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not he probably had to grow that for a bit. He ain't going to want to give that up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, with Jericho, he doesn't have to shave a bald. He can just cut it short. He's done it short before. Yeah, I was thinking that, but too. But then, so when I saw it, it, was the other way around. I'm like, oh, for real? I'm like, man, okay. I guess this is how you make it personal. But then the way that he just started cutting his own hair with, no, like, mm. scissors. Like, yo, I ain't even going to wait for, for yeah. the clippers, bro. Yeah, and he was, like, was
0: clean shaving later on. And we'll get yeah. to that a little later. But uh, next match, we have the class action elimination match, which I, I'm going to say, look, I'm, I'm awful Wardlow. Yeah. Getting a push. Yeah. Um. This felt like more of a spectacle. I cared more about the post match in a sense because I like last week that he put you know Scorpio Sky in his his, yeah Yeah, within his. uh, what do they call it? Like, he's got his his trigger finger, you know, on that title that way. And his um, crosshairs. There ex- you go, crosshairs. Uh, we see a court show type vignette queue up, de- uh, kind of detailing how the match came to be. We see War- uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about oh, yeah. that. Wardlow enters damn, to damn, new damn. theme music, which I thought was very, uh, very good. Uh, Wardlow, uh, I'm just going to try to go through this as fast as I can. He eliminates five guards almost immediately somehow. Man, he eliminates uh, but, all of them, bro. Yeah. We, know, we know what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, mean... <laughs> you yeah. Know, I'm
1: not going to task you with that. Not,
0: yeah, like, he, he, he wins. I he, mean, he, the he, only thing I was going to say was uh, we get the stacking on, like, Corgwood uh, line for JR, but at the end, he power bombs five guards, the fifth getting power bomb on top of the others, and he catches the very last guard midair, power bombs them on, onto the rest of the pile, eliminates the final six guards for the win. Post-match, I thought it was funny that uh, Dasha announced the case is dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, won. the other
1: thing too is like how he just kicked a few of them out of the ring, and they're just automatically eliminated. That's what, the I, that's what I was saying. I was like, like I
0: didn't understand that because it made it sound like is this a, a finisher match? No. It, well, it, to me, it's like if they t- is the ground lava. Yeah. Does that mean that, and because a lot of yeah. guys, and one guy got powerbombed, <laughs> and the ref literally told him to get out the ring. He didn't even get pinned. He got powerbombed and rolled out, yeah. and then you didn't see him again. It, it was a lot one,
1: for for no real payoff. Yeah. To be honest. And one
0: guy got eliminated twice, I noticed. Yeah, he did. Uh, Post match, though, yeah, she says the case is dismissed. Uh, we see Wardlow drag Mark Sterling into the ring to use a powerbomb, but he's interrupted by Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky in the Skybox, which I don't know why they're not coining that. The skybox. That's that's hard as hell. Anyway, uh Lambert tells Wardlow simply, uh, you know, if he messes with one member of American Top Team, then the entire the entire team will mess with him. Warns him to watch his back as cameramen actually show Matt Hughes and Tyrone Woodley of uh, ATC bad. sitting at ringside.
1: I felt bad watching Matt Hughes like that. I, I don't know what happened. I mean, he's old. But, yeah, I know that. I mean, but I don't he, mean he, to he, be was, he was respectful, But yeah, he was. Uh, he was, he looked like he couldn't really walk a whole. He, was, he couldn't walk well. Yeah. And he I, just had this look on his face like... It made it look like he wasn't taking it serious, but I don't think he had a, I d- a I choice don't, in the I don't he was making. I don't believe it was it weird. Is,
0: is even... Uh, Active anymore. So I think yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah, this just might be the most active d- maybe he's deterioration been in a while. from like Yeah, and they didn't do years, years, in years of battle. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh Lambert tells them to take out the garbage, which incites them to jump the rail and enter the ring. But Wardlow grabs a mic and asks, Hey, you guys are natives of uh St. Louis, right? And they nod. Wardlow says he's also a hardworking Midwesterner and believes the three of them are cut from the same cloth, being that they're too smart to take orders from a rich asshole like Lambert. This convinces them to actually feed Mark Sterling to Wardlow for a final power bomb before all three celebrate right inside the ring. I'll give it, it was a cool moment for Wardlow. It was but a lot just, to get there. Yeah, and it felt like a kind of ridiculous obstacle uh, to get closer to Sk- Sky, but we'll see what's up.
1: Yeah, so. I-, I was waiting to see like if they were going to do something different than what we already knew was going to happen with that whole 20-on-1 mm-hmm. thing, but
0: they didn't and it, again it was kind of just a waste of time yeah uh, next match was one of my favorites tonight. Uh straight banger man D- uh, Dax Harwood taking on yes. Will Ospreay yes. um, and I tried to condense as much as I could uh, it was hard it was a great match yeah, yeah it yeah. definitely was Ospreay enters wearing the uh, Rev Pro Undisputed British Championship belt during his entrance and then commentary actually mentioned his recent IWGP United States heavyweight title win noting that both men involved are draped in gold which I thought was a good touch uh, Dax with a huge back body drop before Ospreay lays him out with a shotgun drop kick into the still steps before uh, picture in picture uh Dax catches Osprey in mid air with a waist lock and hits five back to back german suplexes then follows yeah, with I a noticed- monstrous release german suplex that Osprey takes the brunt of on his neck I, I noticed he's been he's been hitting
1: those uh, multiple suplexes the germans yeah german definitely
0: and then commentary they also they actually note the uh not just the neck injury and but the kidney infection that uh, actually made him have to vacate the IWGP World Title not mm. too long ago mm. uh you know once he landed on his neck like that cuz he did- I mean you dumped, him, huh? yeah, dumped yeah. him, Yeah, dumped him. Harwood misses a diving headbutt, giving Osprey time to hit a springboard four fifty for a near fall. Osprey hits a power bomb and tries to follow with a jackknife pin, but Dax counters with a deep British Bulldog like roll up for a near fall. Uh, Osprey hits a diving forearm, smash to the back of Dax's neck, and then goes for the ox cutter, but uh, Harwood counters and then hits a slingshot liger bomb for a near fall. They actually pop. did yeah, they did this spot twice in a row, but I felt like it was frivolous to go. He went for it. Then he countered, but he countered his counter, and then he finally countered that counter, yeah. and finally hit the power. Yeah, because
1: he had him on the on his shoulders, like yeah, little, the electric, electric chair, chair and yeah. spun him around. Like the crowd was like, they were they
0: would they were with the whole ride until he hit that spot, and exactly. they were like, yeah. Yeah, and the way he came, man, he came down. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Uh, he gets turned out inside out with a lariat from Dax, but uh, Osprey bounces back with what I can only call a tilt to world style liger bomb, and an os for a very near fall before lining up Dax for the hidden blade for the win. Post match, we see United Empire. Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and the new IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb, slide in, and they begin to advance on Dax when Cash actually hits the ring to save his partner. Uh, we see Again, Repo- why wasn't he already there? Exactly. Uh, well, maybe, I mean, to be fair, Osprey didn't come out flanked by anybody. You know, oh, so that's true. Um, but Rapongi Vice, they rush down as well to even the numbers, but United Empire just decimate all four men until Orange Cassidy's music hits to much fanfare. Commentary reminds fans he's also a member of Chaos as he enters slowly and shares a stare down with Osprey, who eventually takes a powder once we see FTR and Rapongi stand tall behind Cassidy. Um and that's kind of it for that. So I'm curious what's gonna happen on the tag team side at forbidden door but it was uh yeah they made it seem
1: like they were gonna do like some five on five shit at first but
0: yeah and i'm glad they're not going that way yeah but i don't know if i like the fact that it's gonna be will osprey taking on orange cassidy at forbidden door is it intriguing yes but not enough for me to go and it's for the the united states heavyweight championship yeah it's tough not to go you didn't want Pac or somebody else i mean i know Pac's in the or packs in the uh, tournament, but it's hard not to think somebody like that. Did he win his match? In
1: uh, that yeah, tournament? he, he oh, did. Oh, you did advance. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like. All, again, all he did was just return, throw up a, a thumbs up, and now he has a championship match at Forbidden Door. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like
0: he wasn't really involved in the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I totally feel you on that. And I'm also wondering what's going on with Chuck, because we've been seeing little things on BTE. Yeah, where he's slowly cutting out members. I the mean, shirt. yeah, it's
1: funny because I, I was like, damn, he still has that other shirt. Like from when he cut out the other, yeah, one. yeah, I was surprised. Probably,
0: yeah, he probably just cut a new yeah, one, but still, I was else? like, man. Uh, next, we get something that was I thought was pretty interesting, too. Uh, we had the uh, John Moxley-Hiroshi Tanahashi face-to-face. Mm. We got a vignette that played prior in the night. Mox re- reiterating he's hunted names like Naito, Nagata, uh, Suzuki, and Ishii in New Japan, but Tanahashi is the one he's been looking for. Kevin Kelly's actually uh, loaned yeah. out on this tape as he notes Tanahashi seemingly is ducked Mox since he called him out at the end of Windy City Riot. Moxley calls himself the best wrestler on the planet and says uh, he is the effing forbidden door. Then we get to the face-to-face. Uh, we see an intense stare-down and uh, instant holy shit chance. before Mox tells Hiroshi he's been looking for him for a long time. He chased him from across Japan to across the Pacific, but since day one, all his work with New Japan has always been about Tanahashi. Says in an industry filled with numerous championships, is the only man in wrestling known as the Ace, but uh, he vows that not for long. Uh, he says at Forbidden Door, his last three years of blood, sweat, and tears are on the line, along with the AEW Championship, and when the smoke settles, it'll be Tanahashi calling him the ace uh, Tanahashi begins to respond but gets interrupted by Jericho's music which I did not at all expect no, as, no, uh, no. As, uh, but I have been worried about John focusing on this and blood and guts at the same time. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, but I did note that Yuda came back, so that kind of helps the numbers game on that Very in true. a sense. But uh Jericho's music hits Chris Enters flanked by Sammy Guevara and uh Tay Conti. Who still has a fucking gear on? Yeah, I was surprised by <laughs> that. Uh Jericho says Mox took his spot to fight for the title and claims the only reason it happened is was because he was not here on the show last week. Uh he brings up spiking Mox's eye in the past and threatens to throw or uh, to burn his face with a fireball this time if he, if he doesn't walk away from this title match. But uh, Mox simply replies with a pair of birds uh, that he flips and then Jericho tells Tanahashi, last time I saw you I was beating you in the Tokyo Dome in the main event but Hiroshi tells him to shut up. Uh, Jericho takes Umbridge and cues uh, the Jericho uh, Appreciation Society to run down an attack. When Lance, Get Lance boys! <laughs> yeah, when Lance Archer and Desperado of Suzuki Goon jump Mox and Tanahashi from behind. Uh, we see the JAS actually join Suzuki Goon's attack while well, Jericho introduces Sammy and Tay as the newest members of the JAS. Yeah, this and is kind of a
1: mess, to be honest. Yeah, there was a lot. lot
0: going on. Uh, calls them three the trace sex gods and then cues them to obnoxiously make out with some fearful is going to be a thing heading forward. Jericho then introduces Archer and Desperado as being on loan from Minoru Suzuki. As Jericho and Sammy uh, he announces that they'll be teaming with him against Wheeler Yuta, Shoto Umino and uh, which is you know the young famous, I won't say famous, but the uh, infamous young boy that Mox likes to yeah. bring along. And then Eddie Kingston, uh, this will be going down at Forbidden Door. As we see Kingston, proud and powerful, and Yuta run down to help uh, with the numbers game while Mox and Tanahashi clear the ring. Oh yeah, because they uh, they
1: keep planning for blood and guts, so ex- it's be, yeah, it's they, multiple. They got to they
0: do something to yeah to, hey. to to keep yeah they're like burning the two momentum wicks going, at the same time yeah. But they clear that's the a ring. great way to say it yeah. yeah. Uh, they clear the ring with a paradigm shift and a sling blade before sharing another stare down. Um, but yeah. So that's how that uh, face-to-face went. We get a uh, vignette. Darby Allen against Red Dragon, uh, or kind of, basically. He says uh, Red Dragon took out the only person he fused his family, while Kyle jokes about the sound thing's leg made when he pillmanized it. Darby vows to break Kyle's leg. Yeah, the way he said
1: it, I'm going to break your leg. Yeah. I was like... I believe this man. Yeah, straight up. Uh, <laughs> Fish.
0: Fish teases him about his face paint, fingernails, a skateboard, uh, and tells Darby he's not going to be happy with the way things are going to have to end between them. But Alan vows to break his leg as well on Rampage and make Kyle watch him do it. So, it's to me, does it feel like Darby kind of his stock went down a little bit? It's almost like without Sting, I don't know. I just enjoy the tag matches. Yeah, he doesn't I don't know. Yeah, what yeah it Without
1: is. the yeah, but you know what it is too is they haven't really booked them on any substance or any type of like, you know. There's nothing
0: really for him right now. Yeah. He's not really involved in anybody except for this, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, next, we get a Mid-Atlantic quarterfinal match. Ethan Page. Uh, this, toughest is match. this is a good match. in the biz. Yeah, this
1: is a good match. Uh, uh, it was... I... Th-
0: I well, I, I, it was all right. I don't think I would have worked it the way they worked it. But yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that. we don't get a lot of Ethan Page on TV, and we just got Miro back. So yeah. I was afraid of this match. But when I saw it announced for in the bracket, I was like, that looks interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? so. But uh, we do have Ethan Page with Dan Lambert taking on Miro. Uh, commentary notes that New Japan will host two qualifying matches, pitting Yomoshiro Ishii versus Yoshinok. Katamaru, and, uh, the other match would be Clark Connors taking on, I cannot pronounce his name, uh, to the best of my ability, but his nickname is the Iron-Headed Machine. So a lot of you guys should know who I'm talking about. With those winners facing each other in a Mid-Atlantic quarterfinal to determine the last participant of the Fatal 4-Way match at Forbidden Door to determine the Mid-Atlantic champion. So that's something to uh, note because we've been seeing on the brackets that New Japan has yet to announce their participants. But um, yeah, uh, we see Page start the match, powdering out before using his Taekwondo background to target Miro's left arm. Miro bounces back with a short-arm lariat. That begins targeting Paige's left shoulder uh, as well. Lambert briefly distracts Miro as Paige hits a bicycle kick, then Ethan distracts Aubrey long enough for Lambert to slap Miro behind her back. Miro hits a big desperation drop kick and then ed- exits the ring to confront Lambert on the floor, only to walk right into a diving shoulder block from the apron. Uh, Miro hits a Samoan drop and begins to borrow Sheamus' clubs to the chest on the apron when we see Page hotshot Miro's arm and then shoves him shoulder first into the still steps a couple of times. Uh, he hits another diving shoulder block from the top rope but only gets one before hitting his jumping cutter from the apron for a two and I love the call because JR says the cutter was on the money but you're dealing with a superhuman being in Miro (laughs) you know Uh, Paige mockingly grabs Miro's hands in prayer and tells him to pray to him it
1: it, it was an impressive I was surprised he went for a a springboard like that
0: for his size yes Uh, yeah uh, Ethan I will say yeah definitely Uh, but yeah he grabs Miro's hands in prayer and mockingly tells him to pray to him but Miro laughs in his face then gets to his feet and snarls before hitting an Exploder suplex he nails page with a jumping spin kick then lines him up for the matcha kick but lambert jumps on the apron only to eat a right hand while page turns right into the Matchka kick the mirror applies game over for the win and to advance uh into the tournament and join pack as uh two participants of the fatal four-way uh like i said we still have those uh those other qualifiers from new japan and we got penta oscuro taking on malachi black i believe next week on uh uh, actually, no, I don't think it's on Dynamite. I might be on Rampage. So.
1: Oh, is it to? Oh, Tamo Hanma. Oh, huh? You second on Hanma?
0: Yeah. Okay, I know Hanma. He's the dude that uh,
1: he has the pink with the yellow. Um, yeah. He's the one that does like the uh, the the. the Sheer
0: drop. Yeah, um, I butt. think he's got the the dyed hair. Uh, yeah, short he, he, blonde he, he hair. He had right? gotten
1: injured a few years back, but yeah, he's been he's been uh, on some uh, on a roll. So yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's definitely be a good match.
0: Uh, next, we got a, a short vignette. Pointless. Uh, Dante Martin, Matt Sidell. Apparently, Martin's going to be facing Max on Rampage, and he goes, "Oh, everyone's talking about this could be a potential win." But he says he's tired of people talking about his potential. Seidel's saying, "You know, it's not about his potential anymore. It's time for people to catch up to what you know Martin's bringing to the table." Uh, Martin does say something that was interesting. He says, when guys like Mox or someone like Mox finally goes down, it's going to be young guys like me who are here to take a spot. Uh, he says, a star will be made on Friday, and he, it's sure to be inhuman, while Seidel reintroduces Mox to the inhuman Dante Martin, even though I don't really think that's a new coining of phrase. Like, he has the shirt. It's on his gear. He just hasn't used it, you know? So... But uh, this takes me to Tony Storm taking on Britt Baker. Uh, There was an interview earlier in the night where Storm noted Baker's dentistry career and calls her a smart woman, but clarifies she herself dropped out of school at 15 years old. But she's still smart enough to not play the kind of games that Britt does. And says everyone already knows what Britt brings to the table, while she herself is the perfect skill set and criteria of a champion and vows to take the division where she thinks it should be. Which I thought was kind of a little... um, I don't want to say jab at Thunder Rosa, but almost like her reign isn't doing anything. It's almost like I'm gonna bring it up from where Britt left it, but it's like, but Britt's not the champ, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, she's yeah. Which again, it was weird that Britt was like, "How
0: dare you touch that champ she's Like,
1: bitch, it's not yours."
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, that was a. But that. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's totally in her. What's what's the word? Like, she would that would be her business because of the way she's conducted herself in the past, but it's not really her business. you know what I mean? Like that's in her wheelhouse to complain about that for whatever reason but uh match kicks off fairly quickly into dueling strikes with Britt using Team DMD's numbers uh, early on Storm with a nice diving crossbody on Baker but then she gets dragged to the floor by Jamie Hader while Re- uh, Rebel distracts the referee Thunder Rosa comes down to confront TMD and chases off Hater to the back while Rebel stays behind to support Britt as she hits back-to-back uh, butterfly suplexes and continues to dominate during picture-in-picture. Uh, Storm returns from commercial with a tornado DDT and then another one from the apron to the floor then hits a snap German suplex and then she falls with that running hip splash that absolutely rocks Baker, but she bounces back with a sneaky small package and a swinging fisherman's neckbreaker for a near fall. She goes for lockjaw, but Storm counters with another German suplex and then follows with her Storm Zero pile driver for the win. And then post-match, we see Thunder Rosa walk out on the ramp following Storm's victory and uh, raises her title belt in approval. And uh, These two actually to get approved to, or they made it official, Tony Khan did, that they will be fighting for the AW Women's title at Forbidden Door. So that should be an interesting matchup. I don't think Tony's done enough, you know, but they said she was ranked number four. But it's definitely a more interesting matchup
1: than what we've been getting lately. mm -hmm. Um, And that's, again, not a knock on the women, it's just also a knock on the way that they've been building it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
0: definitely. And I got three, uh, just three more note, uh, three more items here as well. Some uh, match announcements, but uh, Stokely Hathaway backstage segment. Uh, he says Jade's gonna be hosting an open challenge on Rampage tonight. Uh, or oh, I say tonight because you know uh, we're dropping tonight. <laughs> While he makes his commentary debut, um, and then Willow Nightingale, one of my favorites, walks into the interview. Yeah,
1: it's funny because you had just said that you you were like, yeah, I reached out, and then I was, and then I was like. This is probably why. Yeah,
0: she's too busy. She's too busy. busy. (laughs) Uh, Stokely compliments her afro and assumes she's there to become a baddie, but she quickly clarifies or reminds him that they've crossed paths before and then clarifies that she wants to be the one to accept Jade's challenge. Uh, Stokely calls her crazy as hell and says he'll see her on Friday night, but calls her Wilma instead of Willow. You know, a little heat. Uh, little pockets of heat right there for Stokely Uh, and then we get an in-ring segment Hangman Page, this was interesting Uh, Page reiterates wanting to challenge Okada for the IWGP uh, World Championship, but notes obviously we talked about earlier, he lost the belt over the weekend to Jay White, but he says the challenge still stands and begins to call out uh, Jay White when he's interrupted by Adam Cole, of course, Uh, Cole argues once again that if there's anyone who deserves the challenge for that title, it's him uh, because Forbidden Door is not about New Japan or AEW, it's about the undisputed elite and uh bullet club and him versus jay white is the best way to showcase that cole claims okada won't even be at forbidden door but there is someone here tonight who he wants to say hi before jay white's music hits and jay white actually slides in the ring boss or not beside <laughs> but behind <laughs> hangman page and lays him out with a blade runner and then picks up the mic uh he calls himself the catalyst of pro wrestling and uh the IWGP heavyweight champion, and then tells Page he's in no position to demand any matches after losing his title to CM Punk not too long ago. Uh, he also reminds Paige that he has two singles wins over uh, over him, uh just in terms of singles competition and refuses to put his line on the uh I'm sorry, refuses to put his title on the line, not only against Heyman, but also against Adam Cole at Forbidden Door, which confuses Cole. Uh, he ends by saying the world is forced to breathe with the Switchblade now that he's the IWGP champion again, and of course this is the Switchblade era, and he just kind of leaves. Uh, leaving, you know, obviously he lays out Paige, but definitely leaving Cole perplexed in terms of you know what he thought his plan was WCF, bruh. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. So, uh, and I'm, now this brings me to the main event, but I will go over some of the matches again for Rampage tonight. We got Jade Cargill taking on Willow Nightingale uh, defending that TBS title. Uh, we're going to hear from Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee about what happened in the Casino Battle Royal last week. We got a Trios match, um, but it makes me want to ask you who would you rather have an AEW, sir? Would you rather have uh, Marco Stunt or Leon Ruff? I wasn't going to ask if that was him. It, it definitely looks like him to me. It says LR mm. right on his t- uh, tights. But, yeah, we got the ass claim, I, as I like I'd rather swerve. Just boot the shit out yeah, of Yeah, let's do that again. Hey,
1: look, I ain't got any personal against these guys, but I just like my wrestling to have people that, I don't know, look, look like, like wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah,
0: But, yeah, we got Max Caster and uh, the uh, Ass Boys or the Gun Club, a.k.a. the Ass Claimed, as we like to call them. They're taking on the uh, trios team of Bear Country and Leon Ruff, or maybe a different name. It does say, again, LR on his trunks. I know Leon Ruff might have been a Evolve NXT name i'm not too sure uh and like i said as well um
1: maybe it's leo rush
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were saying that how close to that name <laughs> I it was know, yeah i was like that's uh, kind of weird and then uh on dynamite like i said we'll get uh penta squirrel taking on malachi black for the uh qualifying match for the all atlantic <sighs> yeah. i kept calling it the mid-atlantic it's the all atlantic championship i'm sorry guys no
1: you're not i mean they're calling it they're calling them both because when i looked up the information about the other guy Mm-hmm. In the tournament, it was, it was, uh, that's what it said. It said mid.
0: Well, I'm looking at the title M- belt. M- 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 mid. Mid. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the title belt now. It definitely says all elite, or not sorry, all elite, uh, all Atlantic. It's, it's, so. it's, it's not all Atlantic yeah. pancake breakfast. <laughs> and <laughs> then we got a trios match also for Dynamite. It's going to be Aussie Open and Will Ospreay of United Empire taking on Punky, Vice, and Orange Cassidy. And again, uh, some matches that have been confirmed for Forbidden Door. Like I said, the I Is it IW- not
1: just chaos?
0: I guess chaos, if you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, IWGP United States Championship match. Will Ospreay defending against Orange Cassidy. AEW Women's World Championship match. Rosa defending against Tony Storm. And of course, the AEW Interim World Championship match. John Moxley taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi to determine who will be the interim uh, AEW champion. Uh, and this brings me to uh, the championship main event. Tag team titles on the line. Ladder match. Uh, obviously, originally supposed to be a three way with the Bucks, the Hardys, and Jurassic Express. Well, this but, was kind you know, of,
1: this is actually better.
0: Yeah, I think so, too, because I feel like it probably would have been a lot clunkier, um, you know, given six guys. So but yeah, like we said earlier, you know, Jeff was suspended. uh, So they, you know, they were removed from the match. But uh, yeah, I'll just get right into the action, man. I try to get the most. You know, action packed spots here. Uh Jungle Boy with a springboard, wrist lock Hurricane to Nick off the ladder. Uh, we see uh, J- uh I'm just gonna say JB. JB scales a ladder in the corner and hits a two for one, one eighty cross body on the Bucks, but Matt responds with back-to-back locomotive north and lights, two flexes yeah. with a third ending on a ladder. Uh we see Jurassic Express hit an assisted jumping Hurricane Kenana to Matt from the apron that sends him through a ringside table. They try to do another <laughs> one on Nick, but he counters with a power bar. When I saw that, jungle I was yeah. like, oh shit shit! <laughs> like, yeah, a straight pow- I mean, I've never seen him do a powerbomb so it looked awkward but yeah he powerbombs yeah. Jungle Boy through a table instead uh, on the other side of the ring uh, we see Nick counter a choke slam from Lucha with a destroyer from the top rope and then he puts him through a ringside table with a diving 450 splash on the floor yeah, dude. the Bucks use a ladder to hit their assisted draping senton bomb spot then go to stack four tables at ringside during picture in picture uh, we see Jungle Boy go for a springboard moonsault but gets hit midair with an anti-air super kick party as Excalibur likes to call it, yeah. before uh, Luchasaurus tail whips Nick, choke slams the Bucks with Nick landing onto a ladder. Uh, the Bucks stop Lucha from climbing the ladder with a double powerbomb onto another ladder, and then Matt puts him through another ringside table with a diving elbow drop, which looked a little gnarly because uh, Excalibur noted how his leg kind of came down hard on the table. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks tease a BTE trigger on the ladder to uh, Jungle Boy before shoving a climbing Luchasaurus through a stack of tables outside a la Bubba Ray or Undertaker. Take your pick. They have both taken that spot pretty bad. I'm gonna say Undertaker. I mean, I I guess Bubba Ray because it was a tag match. Remember, Sean he'd even break through all of them, and he got mad and fucking threw one of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, The Bucks then hit uh, Jungle Boy with a BTE trigger, then climbed the ladder to grab the belts and become the new AEW tag team champions and the first tag team in AEW to become two time tag team champions. Yeah,
1: I noticed they put the twos up like like. Yeah, I thought that was very. So
0: so we're gonna get FTR Bucks three. Possibly, I'm guessing. Yeah. Give up uh, the
1: straps then.
0: see, and I was confused because <laughs> you gotta realize when I started this main event, it kicked off at like 21 minutes left. So I was like, man, they gave them time.
1: They did. Right? Then, but then when and it then, ended, you're like, why is there still eight minutes well, left? Well, as soon as right? soon as
0: I seen Christian come down, I said, Oh, this is it. Well, it's you know what cage.
1: What what else, what else I knew is uh, that I noticed is the fact that they they pointed out that jungle boy's mom and sister in the crowd yeah but and were, that's they, when it made were they sense not there
0: me. at the la show that's kind of weird I, I guess i mean unless they don't they don't maybe they don't live in LA. no i know I his sister know. does oh, okay yeah. for sure uh did you see what uh, i mean i'm gonna get to what happens but did you see what happened off air because the I, I i i uh
1: have it bookmarked i didn't see i heard he had gotten into it with his mom and sister yeah right?
0: i'll tell you exactly what he were said were they keeping k-fab at least yeah okay, they were great. but because they were they weren't live anymore there was a a you lot know, of F-bombs. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, post-match, Christian Cage comes down to check on Luchasaurus on the floor as the Bucks celebrate their title win on the ramp. Jungle Boy is being helped to his feet by Christian and a referee when Cage finally turns on Jungle Boy by hitting the kill switch. I, I, I wanted him to just spear, uh, spear him while the referee had him. That Would have been good too instead, Ka- like, like, he's gonna
1: walk to go towards him and then run, just spears him out of the ref's hand instead. That would have been great, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I like the kill.
0: i, I Stop really, using my fucking move very much like the kill. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cage, uh, then grabs two chairs from under the ring and threatens the ref before hitting JB with a concerto. And it was a hell of a he one didn't too. hesitate at all, nah, yeah, not at all. Uh, Cage takes off his jacket and drapes it over the face of a falling jungle boy and talks and taunts the crowd to end the live show, but off air, Cage exits the ring and walks over to Jungle Boy's family in the front row who are waiting, flipping the bird at him, you know, saying... You know, I think his sister was like, you've never been shit. You're you're a fucking asshole and blah, blah, blah. And he... Because they did note that tomorrow... Uh, or it's not tomorrow birthday. or yeah the yeah. day out yeah the it's next birthday, day. day exactly yeah yeah or, or I guess or yesterday our third, yeah yesterday yeah. Yeah. sorry but uh, he tells them Jungle Boy is gonna be eating his birthday cake through a straw tomorrow because he's a piece of shit that's what you raised you, a piece of shit you raised a piece of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> And just walked off. Dude. That was yeah, great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because yeah,
1: because the way his body language was, you could tell he was trying to turn him over after the move. But then when he when he realized he couldn't turn him over, he just like just rolled with it and just caught like talking shit in his face. Yeah, and then immediately rolled out to get the chairs. I was like, Yo, this is this is a good little look for him. Mm-hmm, like, definitely, because we never seen him play this here. We seen him play the cheeky. One more match, yeah, that, yeah, uh, you exactly. know the 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 uh, ten seconds of of flash photography. Like we haven't seen him play a serious heel. Heel, I mean, he yeah. did a little bit with the Team Christian Team uh, Angle stuff and, and Impact. Yeah, yeah, maybe. probably,
0: yeah, probably Impact is the I last had time that he that played run with Tomko, right? For yeah, a that's bit. probably yeah. the most serious, you know. But he was still, but that was more
1: about him and, and his uh, building himself up as a yeah, world champion. and and, yeah. and he
0: was still like that pompous ego yeah. type of heel. So this will be, yeah, because yeah, this might be more of a like uh what's the word um uh shit what was i going to say it was uh, like cerebral mm. Christian Cage more of a Randy or especially type, if that's you know?
1: his his response
0: yeah like seriously they,
1: they like dude fucking like these fools with the kazoos and shit weren't talking about putting making people eat through straws and shit yeah no definitely not <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: but then again back then they weren't even able to call each other pieces of shit and Cage has been loving that you know since coming to TBS <laughs> and TNT but no yeah man that was dynamite this week it did have a few clunkiness or clunky spots to it I mean some of it felt a little overbooked but I will say I we get it you know forbidden doors around the corner but and it does seem like a, a lot to come in at this point in time. Um, maybe some of this... If you were going to buy another hour, you could have done some of this shit on Double or Nothing, you know? Or, but, if, or
1: if New Japan had some sort of uh, TV deal, they could have... Yeah. Easily put some of this stuff on there, too. Exactly.
0: And, and the thing is, I'm not saying they haven't, but it's probably not... Like you said, it's not a TV deal. It might be like an event that we got to hear about secondhand, you know, after it happens, like the results and stuff. So, but I... I, again, I don't know about the Orange Cassidy thing versus Will Ospreay, but I love that match with Dax. The Mox and Tanahashi face-off was cool. Yeah, I did like I the did like match. I did like Sammy returning to Jericho. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. Um, I'm just surprised about how many people are in that group now, so it'll be interesting to see yeah, where that goes. Yeah, like, what,
1: fucking six people in, in Orange 7, because they got Tay, too.
0: Because it's tough to think, like, well, if you got Sammy, do you need Daniel Garcia? That's what I was going to say. Maybe they jump him out, hopefully. Who knows? Yeah.
1: You I mean, not... It sounds horrible without context. Yeah. Yeah,
0: jump that motherfucker. Uh, the hair versus um, hair was fun. Yeah, I didn't mind that. The ladder match I, I, was I thought it was
1: going to be a little little bit more hokey, but seeing as, yeah. as they didn't have the whole parlor
0: shit on, mm-hmm. on you know what I mean? I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Tony beating Britt Baker wasn't bad. Um, yeah, she I got just, a good look on that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like you said, Miro versus, uh, versus Page was interesting. I don't know yeah, if, it, th- it, if it was the Another heel versus thing. heel type of joint. Yeah. So. I will say a down was that Wardlow seg.
1: Yeah, that, I'd say that. I'd also say kind of the overuse of the overbooking, I should say, of like New Japan guy, because it just came off clunky.
0: Yeah. Because again,
1: like, there's no pre existing coercion between Lance Archer or Minoru
0: Suzuki with Jericho in, in any type yeah, of regard. and Yeah, and to go, oh. These guys, Suzuki Goon, yeah, they're on loan from our other future partner, which you don't know this match yet, because I just made it official. Like you Oh, know, is that what he said? No, no, that's kind of oh, how oh, it that's came kinda, off. Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah, announcing like, 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 yeah, because we we're actually guy. teaming, we're actually teaming <laughs> with Minoru at Forbidden Door. What you didn't know that? And it's just like which makes no Damn, sense. You're either. like you, you're doing a lot of work right now. Like you're selling the blood and guts. You're selling. Yeah, you're doing Forbidden Door. You're selling the Fozzy tour. you're selling and JAS a- having a new member. Like there was a Rock and Roll Rager at Sea. Yeah, so much, so much, so much. Um, so, but there was more ups than downs, and I did. A yeah, door yeah, door I, I, door, I, so. I'll
1: give them that. I just thought that they kind of overcomplicated a um, few. Yeah, the the Forbidden Door scene. I know it's in another week or so. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I wanted to say right before we get off air right here is I did get a. Fightful Select update on the backstage stuff with McMahon and Laurinaitis.
0: Hmm. Uh
1: says, according to uh, Fightful, um, they've indicated that um, she was first hired on as an assistant to the director role hmm. for, for uh, Laurinaitis, this woman. Uh, says, also, Stephanie McMahon is on the company board and would have been aware of the investigation, as well as uh, Nick Khan and Triple H. So that answers that question about that we were talking about earlier hmm. off-camera. Or off mic because we were talking about Stephanie McMahon leaving around the you know right before this pops up, Uh, but also said that there was a a Nia Jax tweet April thirtieth where she said quote It's a shame some people deserve to get the opportunity to shine like the star they really are, but unfortunately certain higher ups can never see past their own perverted ways. Too bad there aren't the lucky ones who can use blackmail to keep their jobs. Um, There was no mention of whether or not this was part of that. Um, people are thinking that 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 may have been a reference to that, but a lot of people were just just you know try to dismiss it as her just being bitter. Yeah, just
0: her being um, Nia Jax,
1: and they said that the tweet would have been sent out after the investigation was underway as well.
0: Hmm. So that's
1: another interesting timeline. Definitely. But uh, basically, what they're trying to say is. Um, when Laurenitis was given the spot as head of relations back in 2021, the female talent were all frustrated with the move. And I remember hearing about that. Uh, one source revealing today, according to the report, that she would rather get all her stuff sent to her in a trash bag when she gets fired than to have to deal with Laurenitis. Hmm. So that sounds like maybe there's some unspoken history of some stuff that people have seen or yeah. witnessed or experienced. But uh, the final Thing here says one former office employees also said that they believe it would this would turn into a domino effect and that Vince McMahon will no doubt fight hard to stay but doesn't see a situation in which Laurinaitis doesn't
0: resign sheesh so well that'd be good to be honest with you because um get the toxicity out of yeah I mean bitch, I mean we've been hearing how a lot of that same um the atmosphere yeah the from like the, from, is, right yeah. and then the same mindset from the diva era Has kind of brought itself back around since he's come back around because that was, he was the one dealing with that. And a lot of his decision making has been, uh, a lot of people think has that filter again of like, do you fit the diva cookie cutter mold, you know, which is, haven't we, we've come so far from that to to regret. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. But anyway, yeah, uh, that is is some interesting. uh,
1: Yeah, I just wanted to add that on there because that came in uh, probably right when you started your. Okay. review so I just wanted to uh, because you know we didn't know the backstage news and the feelings overall about how that was uh, again everyone's cooperating so it's full you know what I mean Mm -hmm. knowledge so Uh, but I want to thank y'all for doing what y'all always do man that's choosing this show every Friday to tune in man and check Mm. out your review in the pro wrestling world all the hottest headlines the the, the newest news uh, I guess if that's even a word but you know we try to uh, put it down you know we try to give it to you straight you know we don't do no bias here man we just kind of Pretty much cut through the cap, man, and just you know feed it to you raw. Uh, so again, thank you for choosing us, man. When you when you guys go ahead and you know go ahead and choose a podcast to listen to, uh, we truly appreciate it, man. And uh, what you could do is uh, to continue supporting us. Follow us on social media, man. Yes, sir. That is at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter backslash. The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook and at the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok as well. Uh you can find us anywhere you go to get your podcast. But more importantly, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Castbox, and of course the great people at true 100 Radio. Yes, and don't forget, man, we got pre-sales on sale, man. Um they're doing, you know, we're doing the road to True Fest. Mm. It's going down uh literally a week from tomorrow, next Saturday. Oh see what uh, up the twenty fifth, the Continental Room and DTF, man. Let's go, man. I mean, yeah. To be honest, it's been a while since we, we've we uh, performed under, you know, the, the capacity Tower. of Mega Towers. Yeah. yeah, you know, man, we talk about it all the time. Years and the show talking about to check us out, man, to get familiar. This is why. Mm-hmm. The moment has came up. <laughs> the number's been pulled. I'm this is you. what's going down, man. Orange County,
0: the Mega Towers, the yeah. world's greatest tag team is coming and running wild on you. And, and again, you know the vibes. There's no show like a Megatower show. Never been. So
1: let's I mean come party with us, man. It's just going to be dope. Again, it's the start of the this tour that True 100 Radio is going to be doing mm-hmm. uh leading all the way to True Fest. I believe it's going to be uh, going down in August or September. Uh but man, we're we're on the first show and we're uh, I believe main, main event yes, the first show, sir. man. So it's time with for DFL. the main event. <laughs> uh but again, you know, check us out on Spotify and any anywhere else you go to get music. Quincy Jones go Doc Lesnar, Mega Towers, you know what it Get is. Get familiar, man. Hip Hop Hybrid, Heartbreak Quincy. We in the building, man. We in the
0: building. You know what it is, man. We always tell you guys we're the world's greatest tag team. Best way to find out? Go ahead and go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to Title, go to Amazon, go to anywhere that you stream your favorite artist. Which, if you don't already know, is going to be us, the Mega Towers, or yours truly it. here, the Hip Hop Hybrid, Doc Lesnar. I, uh, you know, lie to you never. I mean, I'm just telling you a uh, fact of life. Uh, you know, so don't don't fight it. Just give in to the urge. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead search bar d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r there i are boom five star bars for you and yards i could sell it out of jars or you could bump it in your cars either way you know what it is man but go ahead and check me out check out this is awesome that's my most latest project uh featuring quincy jones go the world's greatest tag team partner that ever was in the world and like i said world's greatest tag team that's a single go ahead check that out uh of course we got uh you know i got that project with mega ran uh like i said quincy we also got I L S the artist go ahead check that out on every platform uh, i just mentioned and the ones you know of that I don't mention. If you can get music on there, TikTok, Instagram, wherever, go ahead and check us even, out.
1: Even even on your stories, for like you said, like yeah. you know what I mean. Facebook, He's on there.
0: all that stuff. Yeah, check me out. Check Quincy Jones. Go out. Check the Mega Towers. We are there. And uh, after that, go ahead and check me out on Mercari. At Doc Lesnar, I got some in its new inventory. Wrestling. Stuff like that. If you guys like wrestling merch, whether it's figures, whether it's autograph stuff, whether it's wrestling pins, go ahead. Memorabilia, hit, hit. Yeah, yeah. This is the guy, one stop yeah. shop. Trust hit me, me, up, Doc Lesnar on Mercari. I'm telling you. And also find me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram or at Doc underscore KJS Pod for all things this podcast, including Wrestle Wednesdays, baby. We keeping it going. Hashtag that, everybody. Just tap in. We trying to get the whole community in on this thing. Show us what shirt you're rocking that day. To let us know how hardcore your fan uh, your fandom. I should say of wrestling. really... Really is. And uh we'll go ahead and repost you guys in the stories, whatever it is. Hashtag that at. Yeah, man. Uh, t- tag Quincy Jones show, all talk, that stuff. Talk to us, we talk back, man. Yeah, I mean, we ain't
1: shy. Yeah, you know definitely what I mean we nice. try to
0: build with y'all. What's good, man? Ex- but exactly. But other on that note, now, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say follow me. I'm Doc Les on yeah. Twitter and Facebook. But other than that, I got three words for him. Top guys, guys out.